0: Hey, so uh, just an FYI for the folks in the audience that are already requesting to come up, I will absolutely bring you up uh, with questions after we start talking about, like, you know, uh, asking questions and stuff. You'll all be brought up for sure. So, um, everybody that's up here is going to be, like, basically the speaker, except for we're waiting on Michael to come back. And then we will start talking about the metaverse, Central Land, Somnium Space, Web 3.0. Chris, welcome, my friend. How are you?
1: Hey, how's it going, everybody? Good afternoon.
0: <laughs> whoop, whoop.
1: Good. Good. Good.
2: Ready to talk about there the metaverse? Michael? Hey, is it? Uh, can you hear me a little better?
0: Yep. Yeah, you're perfect.
3: <laughs> Loud and uh, sure. clear. Perfect. perfect.
0: All right, so let's start with the metaverse. Guys, tell me about Decentraland and like when it started and what you're doing with it, first of all, and then we'll move on to, like, this uh, uh, Samium space right after that, real quick. Sure. Sure, why not?
4: Um, um, So Decentraland is right now the, like, predominant metaverse where they sold all their land a few years ago, Um, and it's been a concept since 2015 where people were kind of buying – squares on the graph paper just like uh, currently sandboxes is what their features are Um, but now it's kind of evolved where you know it's a full on platform on you know basically within web clients and it's all javascript and you know basically if you own an nft of a land you know you own a square that's basically 52 feet by 52 feet that you could put up to 15 megabytes of data on where it's almost like a 3d myspace page in a sense where it's like you can make an nft art gallery or store or uh, you know you could be a dj and streaming music um, you know live music there for people to come and see or whatever you want to put there really could be kind of on the land and uh, as of this year it's really been blowing up with the whole nft space and whatnot and you know there's fun items that are like wearable nfts for it where you know you have artists that are making clothing um, that are you know unlockable wearables and whatnot that you can use as skins on your avatar. And uh, yeah, I mean, this is a lot. (laughs) It's kind of a lot to describe, I guess.
2: Yeah, um... I was gonna say it's it's like we're trying to basically re explain life to you guys (laughs) in the metaverse. And it's going to be a little hard because there's so many variables. But as data said it, you know, to put it clearly, as far as what you can do in there, um, there's 90,000 parcels. Um, once they were created, uh, no more can be made and no more can be destroyed. Um, those parcels were purchased um, in pre-sales a few years ago. And now it's an active market, just like the real estate market, where people are buying and selling land. Now, what I like to do is I don't like to sell or flip land. I like to buy land and monetize it. So when I say monetize, I mean make use of the space that's available because anything can be built on the land and just like zeta gave a couple of examples you could put up an nft gallery you can have a live stream of any event or a dj and you can even uh, build dApps and casinos and movie theaters. I mean, the possibilities are endless. And the beauty of it is, is that it's not owned by any company. So you have free reign to do what you want with your land. Everything in Decentraland is an NFT, including the wearables, the the land that you're buying, and all of the objects that you're importing. So um, it's it's kind of like its own ecosystem. It's like trying to recreate a a world that's completely virtual, where people have free reign to look however they want and build whatever they
0: want. When was the uh, metaverse like or actually Decentraland launched? Do you guys uh, know? So, so
4: the yeah. public launch was um, basically February 20th 2020 was when they, they had the official public launch, but there was, uh, you know, a beta for developers and testers as early as December in 2019. Gotcha. So
5: it's been a world since
4: then, and uh, they just had their first birthday party earlier this year in February.
0: Very cool. So the question is, you were saying that real estate could be monetized in there. Does that mean there are real estate agents as well looking to help people buy land and things like that? Is that Is that an actual job and so, so there are actually, <laughs>
2: there are actually um a couple of ads floating around on different parcels uh, of people that help you lease space and purchase space so as of right now i mean anyone can go to the decentraland marketplace and take a look at what's up there and available for sale you could put in bids on all parcels of land um, so y- it's not hard for someone to go in and do it themselves but um, there's a lot of variables that come to choosing a land parcel. Um, you know, one of them is the location. Are you near anything of interest? Um, are you near a spawn point? Are you near a district? Um, is your parcel against a piece of road? So that's, in my opinion, is very important because if you're purchasing a parcel, you want to make sure that the parcels around you are, uh, you know, are, are, are not surrounded by a bunch of other people's parcels because then they could kind of drown your parcel out. You want to make sure it's adjacent to a road or you're buying multiple parcels in a row. So this way you're kind of not, you know, limiting yourself on, your, on people seeing your land. Um, so, you know, finding the right parcels, the right area near a road, um, and also making sure you're not outbidding or, or overpaying for the parcel. Because as we all know, the cost of crypto depending on the the coin you're using, MANA, Ethereum, I mean, it's fluctuating daily. So you have to find the right entry point. You have to make sure you're not getting ripped off and you got to, you know, do the research on what parcel you're actually buying. So
4: yeah, I want to say that being said, I guess to better answer your question, um, Lucas, is is that there are some people that are kind of trying to do that. Um, It's not really like a job per se that like some people have, there are a lot of people that are constantly buying and flipping land, um, trying to make a profit off of it. Uh, When Chris came to the space, you know, I was showing him around for a while before he's like, actually, I kind of want to get something, Um, And then, you know, having been in there for several months at that time, I had a decent understanding of the market and was able to assist him with like, several of those factors that Michael was just talking about of like trying to find something where like, he's next to a plaza on a road, and he's got like land in a district. And then, um, you know, we helped him get voted through within the Dow. So, you know, Club Neoncat has a gold star on the map now and whatnot. But um, you know, it was kind of like a good time. Mana was down. It was only at like fifty something cents maybe, I think, when he, you know, converted over to get it and we got a good deal on the place and so you know, basically bought up his estate on the dip, you know, and you have to use mana, which is the local currency to Decentraland to buy off of their own marketplace where it's like mana is kind of the money that you could use to buy estates and whatnot, where, uh, you know, when each square is is, uh, 52 by 52, but then as you get more and more squares, you're able to build higher as well as have more data, polygons, triangles, whatever. So, Um, you know, basically a larger square you could build larger things on. And it's like gotten harder to get um, contiguous squares as time goes by, you know, just like right now in Beverly Hills, you know, it's not as easy to go buy up Rodeo drive anymore, you know, (laughs) Um, that kind of logic, I guess. Um, I do want to throw in Mm -hmm. somewhere in there. Um,
1: Yeah. When I was shopping with Zeta, it was, it was pretty funny. It literally was like digital real estate. We would pop in, to certain parts of the map and we'd be looking around and we'd be like, well, this is close to a road. This is close to this building. This is close to that building. Like it really, you really do have to like pick and choose your land, you know, carefully based on what you want to do. Uh, luckily I was able to find a really awesome piece of land. It was like, sorry, next to like a big garden area and it's next to like some really big places. So I'm really happy with that. But um, it's, it's really interesting just like walking around the whole world itself. Like there's just so much stuff to do. It's, it's pretty wild.
6: So That's super I think cool. Zeta, you were saying that it's limited to 15 megabytes per plot. Is that correct?
4: Um, yeah. So basically for the JavaScript code that you kind of put on that populates it, you get up to 15 megabytes and the, um, you know, that is actually a decent amount that you're able to do within those limitations for like a web page to be loading things. Because, you know, if you put an NFT picture frame, it's not the amount of data size that the NFT is. It still kind of ports it through and it's just like a hyperlink or HTML kind of a link. You know, so it's, uh, you know, again, the more you so you're have. So are kind of getting like,
6: around you know, it by kind of looking at other locations for that data and pulling it into.
4: Essentially, infrared? yeah but yeah for actual like models and stuff like if you wanted to put a glb within it you know you'd be limited to the 15 megabytes per parcel um so you know i have like for instance a 49 lot estate where i could put a 735 megabyte uh, de- deployment on it or whatever which is kind of a lot but um you know we put a ridiculous scene on there and the whole thing was barely even 200 megabytes so it's kind of uh not too much of a limitation, but I feel like people that do have just a single square start to find out where their limitations are much sooner. Whereas like Chris, he got a three by four, so he has 12 squares, so he could build, you know, much higher, and then he could basically do, you know, 180 megabyte club on his spot, which, you know, he could put more fun things in it, basically.
2: Yeah, and and the beauty of these limitations is so uh, people don't just come in and start uploading and taking advantage of the resources that are available to them on these parcels. Um, so down the line, you might ask yourself, well, what happens if someone wants to build higher? What what happens when computers get better and the resources on computers get you know more advanced? Uh, isn't 15 megabytes gonna seem like nothing? Well, the beauty of that is there is a DAO uh, for Decentraland where landowners get to vote Uh, yearly on you know how high are people allowed to build how many available triangles can be on a single parcel what's the file size limit for said parcel so again it brings it back into the control of the creators and the users of this metaverse instead of just a company being able to you know create things out of thin air or lock you down or turn the game off right
4: yeah it's open source which i think is the biggest appeal to this where um other spaces such as the sandbox are not you know you're able to you know in sandbox you have to use the assets that they have as nfts like if you get like any of the little characters and whatnot Um, and then also building you're kind of limited almost in like a roblox kind of a way versus within decentraland you're literally able to go download something off of sketchfab or any other site, you know, if you're an artist, you're able to make a GLB file that you can turn into a digital wearable item or a clothing item. Um, And it's just, you know, in terms of actually decentralization and open platform, open source, and just like full reign of creativity, this one is the most uh, advanced metaverse by at least 18 months right now.
2: Yeah, and and just one more thing to add on top of that is the fact that you know people can't just go and again upload anything so you can't go and submit a wearable and assume it's just gonna you know appear in this world um it's kind of to keep out the influx of let's say you know unoptimized or or just objects that don't really blend in with the rest of the world out um so there is a DAO for voting wearables in as well this kind of is a good thing in my opinion considering it it doesn't turn into an open sea type of situation where there's a million projects being uploaded every day and you don't know which one's real and which one's not. So it's kind of it's a little more streamlined, but again, it's in the power of the people, which is the best part.
4: Yeah, and it's pretty cool um, to add on to that. As far as like the wearable creation goes, it's like you can't go in there and make a branded wearable without owning the IP. You know, they actually do check a check. They have a committee that like you know you can't just go make Gucci tracksuits and sell them like you own gucci you know the gucci would have to actually give you a written letter of consent that you could send to them and be approved that like hey i actually got this approval from them they want to do this where uh like nasa they came in and they had a a nasa approved things where you know it took a little bit of like hoops to jump through to actually get them to send the letter to get it approved but they'd managed to do it um and they celebrated the 52 the 52nd anniversary of the moon landing with like a whole wearable NASA spacesuit, you know, and that was actually approved by NASA, which is really cool. So that is really cool, With getting actually. the wearables Go through ahead, and yeah. things
6: like that, how long does it take? You're saying, you're saying you have to get all these things approved by the DAO. Is it quite a streamlined process to get in? or is It's it a pretty
4: streamlined process. It takes around a week or so where, you know, you basically, if you make an outfit, you make a collection. Um, each item in the collection you'd submit with a 500-mana fee to have it submitted to the wearables committee. So, you know, for instance, that NASA suit that I was talking about, it's a helmet, it's a top, it's a bottom, and it's boots you know so that someone they spent 2000 mana to submit those pieces the committee makes sure that they're not game breaking that they're within the polygon count and limit of the triangles as well as the data size because you know it has to be able to load within a, a scene with a couple hundred other people um, and you know it has to kind of fit within a certain criteria of restrictions and limitations or like working within uh, the animations of the avatars you know doing dances emotes, walking and whatever so they basically kind of test it out to be like hey you know and, and then people have to refine it basically to make it more streamlined so they are having some quality control on what does make it um and then that fee it goes to paying that and you know usually within a week the people that are on that committee will look at your wearable and you know either approve it or not and give you notes on why not where uh you know, they've been, you know, some people have been denied because they've tried to submit things that they don't own the IP to. And, you know, that's just that. Like someone tried to do a Sims, uh, you know, the little plum bob over your Sim, the little uh, green diamond thing. Uh, someone tried to do that and it's like they're not EA. They didn't have the sign off from EA to make it in that exact shape and color like that. So they weren't able to have it come, come into the space versus, uh, you know, Coca-Cola just had T-shirts come out.
7: Yeah, that's
0: pretty cool.
2: Okay. yeah it's a uh, another important part of that is as they're testing these wearables since these uh, characters have so many different types of animations it's important to make sure that these animations there's no clipping um, that the wearables work in contrast with other wearables as you can you know I- interchange your head your your body, your legs your shoes so um, you know having that down in place, uh, to make sure that anything being put into this game world keeps the experience as clean as possible. It makes it look the way it does as comparative to other metaverses, you know.
0: That's interesting because it sounds like the, the quality control is a lot like, and, I'm, and lack for lack of a better comparison, is like the iPhone, like iOS app store, right? They have a, basically very high standards in terms of like when you get an app. Uh, approved and they have. You have to follow strict guidelines in order to get into the meta, basically into the metaverse in the same way, so that it doesn't, you know, you guys have quality. control. yeah, yeah for sure. But that shouldn't Which deter people.
2: <laughs> yeah, that yeah. shouldn't deter people from doing it. That should just make people want to strive for that quality to be in place, right?
4: Yes, so.
0: absolutely. Yeah, just like app developers in general. Like, if you think about it, or at least if I think about it, it seems like a lot of folks go with iOS first which makes sense because it's the more strict, you know what I mean, like more uh, constrained but amazing experience that they they hope their developers live up to. And that's why I was trying to say, like, it is definitely – it sounds like the iOS approval, and I, and I like that because, like you, you guys were saying, it's not constrained. The iOS isn't constrained either. It's actually just you got to strive for higher standards. Yep. That's what
2: it sounds. Mm-hmm. Like. So it sound about right. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. It. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's as de- It's as decentralized as something that centralized can get, in my opinion.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. And
4: then another cool thing is that, like, uh, for example, Board Ape Yacht Club did this, where anybody that owned an ape in their wallet got airdropped a Board Ape Yacht Club hoodie. You know, so it was like they all several thousand people at the time got hoodies from. Uh, Decentraland Foundation where, you know, as a as an NFT project, say, you know, you guys have a profile picture project or whatever NFT project that you have, even if you're an artist or whatever in here, and you have your own series of images, you could reward your uh, token holders with an airdrop that won't actually cost you that much because um, the Decentraland wearables that are user created are all on the Polygon Matic network. So, you know, for instance, I have hats that I made that I could mint a thousand hats to a thousand different wallets and it won't cost me a penny beyond the 500 mana that I submitted with the hat file that I paid for someone to create for me. Um, which is really great. You know, there's like Dr. Doge came into Decentraland and like me and a few friends of mine gave him his first wearables and you know that I just needed his wallet address and, you know, minted him right to his wallet and, you know, he's able to like refresh his page, log in where the item and, uh, you know, it's really fun to be able to do that, honestly, where it's like not having to pay like whatever 30 to 50 or whatever, how much the gas is to mint something every time versus, you know, you could realistically airdrop a 1000 people and only spend 500 mana to do so, which is kind of amazing.
8: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like that was one of the, um, you know, Dr. Green Thumb and Sitsum as well. But just I was kind of worried about, you know, transaction fees getting them sent over from that uh the trust to metamask and it was like you said it was just like non-existent there the fees were cheap were able to get them transferred over like in no time and uh the wearables in general like gives a lot of people that you know generally maybe they wouldn't have i guess artists or in that sense you know content creation right like this is a whole new outlet for people to kind of come into and, and be designed and stuff uh, like like zeta said so definitely
4: Yeah, I really think that they do count as a form of art, especially because, you know, you're having 3D models that you can be applying onto an avatar and unlike all these two dimensional things that work within the Twitter space or whatever, you know, it's like a little circle tip Twitter picture versus like when you have a three dimensional avatar that you're able to navigate this space from and, you know, you could have... If you wanted a one-of-one one unique, you know, like, for instance, I have my board Ape head that was made by an artist that we're working with to bring more of these to the metaverse, and I have exactly, like, my profile picture here as a wearable head in Decentraland and as I a helmet it, that see. I could be running around with. Yeah, yeah. I,
8: the other night, what well, was it, the, with the, uh, the Pixel Doge's running? the, the Doge party. Had. Yeah, bro, I was right there, and I was yeah. like, this is wild. Like, that yeah, was <laughs> How'd Did you, you like of- it?
4: I'm pretty happy with it,
8: huh? <laughs> oh, it come out great, dude. Like the work on it, like it, it's legitimate in there. Like it's some, um, bro. I'm I'm gonna be trying to hopefully one day I'll get my my void modeled into there and pop around as one of those. So yeah, dude. It it, it was pretty legit. If uh, if you it it, it, it,
2: it brings so much utility. To the NFT space that it's mind blowing. Like people don't even understand what they can tap into right now in the metaverse if they're just NFT artists, you know, bringing airdrops, you know, just from having an NFT in your wallet, like Zeta said with the Bored Ape Yacht Club. I mean, I love waking up and seeing <laughs> an airdropped baked sweater that I could wear around in the metaverse and people know I got a Bored Ape like it's it's really cool.
0: What's the biggest yeah. mis what's the biggest misconception about Central Land that folks have or what do, what do they not understand the most do you guys think right now?
4: I, uh, Zeta, I would say the- how to buy wearables. Honestly, yeah. bridging mana over to the Polygon network. Uh, I think the overall feeling of people onboarding into the NFT space is a big inhibitor of like, oh, you gotta get MetaMask and like this is how this all works and like it's a lot to wrap their head around. However, Uh, people that have played other games and MMOs and whatever are able to kind of figure it out earlier. I think it's just right now retaining people or having people understand, uh, you know, the potential that it has because right now it's uh, still pretty early and there's still places getting built out and it's not quite as the final vision, I guess, as some people may have where it's kind of that ready player one is very inspirational to a lot of us in the space. However, Um, being decentralized you don't have a big central entity pushing forward or pushing rapid mass development Um, so you kind of have to band together as a community and do that with uh, you know people that want to be a part of that or you know you kind of have to make it yourself I guess and that's kind of a, a little bit of a uphill battle for some people that don't know javascript or coding or um you know other things because there is a basic builder but you know like sometimes getting into that is a little tricky where you know i'm a part of a community called last slice collective and you know we have a lot of people in there that are actually developers and builders and whatnot and so um us as a group have been helping out a lot of people that are like you know just got their first square and they're trying to set up something and they don't know exactly what they're doing and um you know it's fun to see how excited people are once they're like they get their thing working and uh I don't know. It's just exciting. Once you see people like, Oh my God, you know, you have, I own an art gallery now, like, Holy hell, this is really kind of fun. Yeah. And then, and then they just take those ideas
2: and, and run with them, you know, then you see them putting on events and it just creates a whole nother community space. Um, you know, shout out to the last slice. Uh, there's a bunch of last slice members listening. Chris is in the last slice as well. Um, you know, that's a group that got together um, that Lastrum had had put together um, and Lastrum's uh, you know, he's been in the central land for, you know, a lot longer than Zeta and I, um, and you know, the, the connections that we're, we're getting in that group, the community that we're building and the ability for a bunch of designers and developers to get together, to collaborate on these projects. It just shows you that you can create this community from thin air in a metaverse that, you know, anybody in the world can jump into. So in my opinion, you know, the, the main thing is education. The main thing is going to be about teaching people what the possibilities are and how to get into it. And, you know, influencers and, and you know, people big in the space are going to help make that happen quicker, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I agree with that 100%
4: that no, uh, Even like Chris showing him, I mean, you can maybe comment about your first experiences and how you kind of fell into it a little bit, to the point of you know buying Club Nyan Cats. Yeah, know,
1: foundations. No, I, I, yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> um, and I, I, you know, you guys are talking about the tech part, which is great, but like to me, I'm I'm just more like artistic minded on things, so that's how I see the Central Land. But I I definitely see. I mean, I'm already seeing it already. Like, there's already a lot of big players that have very large like buildings set up in the central land, not just little plots of land, but like big buildings you can go into with lobbies and casinos and like music, live music also like there will be like a DJ on a screen. It's like the, the Pixel Doge party. It was pretty bumping because of that, like it's it's more than just like a little avatar place where you walk around. It's there's a lot that you can do there in terms of commerce and monetizing your work. Um, we we're not done with club nyan cat yet it's it's a few weeks away but um i'm hoping to like showcase all of that stuff when it's ready like you we'll, you'll be able to like go to custom vip parties if you old you know if you hold like one of my nyan cats for example and in the future i'm actually working on a way to uh, reward owners with like you know, ways where Nyan Cat can exist in that world. So it's really, I mean, I have, like, a really cool vision for it, and we're still, we're still in the building phases for it. There's, like, a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff for it. But, like, I see the potential, and it's, like, and at the end of the day, it like, it's a great place for people to just hang out and meet. Like, all these events that happen, um, you know, sometimes they'll throw an event at a certain time, and if you're there, you can get a free collectible that, you know, like, it's kind of like a badge of honor that you've been there. Um, for example... I went to both the Apollo NASA party and the Coca-Cola party and both were like more than I, like way more than I expected. Like the NASA had like the, had like the spaceship come down from the sky and then like, you know, the dudes come out and then uh, the Coca-Cola machine uh, party had like a big Coca-Cola in the middle of it. And if you grabbed it, it would shoot you to the next level where there was like a big VIP party happening. And like, everybody was just like dancing around in there. So it was just, it was just really fun, like, at the end of the day. Just really, really unique and, like, entertaining just to be there. All, all those
2: experiences that Chris is talking about are what's happening now, right? As far as what's what people are tapping into for the development ability and the design ability. So, a year ago, just imagine how... Much less there was within this world. Like a year ago, it looked even more like a child's drawing. <laughs> like so, as as the Dow increases, these these specs, as the Dow increases, the ability for land developers to build higher, to have more polygons, um, the the potential for what this metaverse is going to look like in two, three, four, five years from now is mind blowing. The fact that it is all running within a browser window today, and has the capability that they're working on to be in vr is also mind-blowing to me i think once it just does jump into vr that the amount of user base is going to increase exponentially just being able to pop your headset on and and jump into a virtual world with your buddies and be able to look and feel exactly how you want and go shopping and go to the casino and go to live streams and because it's just the, the possibilities are endless and and as these developers start coming into the space i mean it really is all about creation it really is all about designers and artists so it's just going to get bigger and bigger there's there's no limitations
0: it's pretty it's pretty cool so if someone wanted to get into the central land right now what's the fastest way to get onboarded and like get into that uh, You just go to
4: uh, decentraland.org and if you have a MetaMask wallet, you already have an account technically because it just connects to your MetaMask and then it'll scan your wallet and see, you know, what land name and wearable NFTs that you have so be able to interact with like the builder or even just apply them as skins. But, uh, you know, otherwise just play.decentraland.org. Um, and then it'll like take you right into Genesis Plaza and you're there and you could do it through a Chrome or Brave window and uh, just disable ad blocker because you'll, you won't be able to see people because some, for some reason thinks they're like ads or pop-ups, you know, seeing another character. Um, so if you don't see anybody, you might have your ad blocker enabled.
2: Yep. and another important thing to note, um, VPNs sometimes cause issues, but separate from being able to jump in right now if you haven't made a mask, you can actually jump in without a MetaMask. You could play as guest just to get a feel of it. If you if you haven't jumped into the blockchain yet, uh, another great thing is they offer the Decentraland builder, so you don't necessarily have to own land in order to make builds in Decentraland on, for parcels. People can uh, assign you as. Um, you know uh, give you the ability to upload to their land parcels Um, so you have free reign right now to use the drag and drop builder to build out your own parcels to jump into the game with or without a meta mask so they try to make it really easy for user adaptation
0: yeah i love that it's actually how it should be should be easy to do and Zeta, you were actually talking about giving tours.
4: Yeah, and I'm looking it. forward for it to be a browser too because once it will be, I feel like several of the limitations that it currently has won't be as much of a consideration um, as it's you know, actually a desktop application. Because right now it's limited by basically being an OpenGL like, web browser thing and it's basically pushing the limits of that as is where um, if you play it in ultra detail or have enough of a computer to handle it, um, the ambient occulsion uh, lighting is like not even at its full potential within the browser and it looks pretty great with the shadowing and how dynamic it is.
0: So if someone came in and they were buying, a, let's just say, a parcel in and they need a builder, like who would they hire to actually build for them?
4: um so that's a great question i mean they could either take a stab at it themselves within the actual builder that's uh you know it's like almost like kid pics but three-dimensional is the best way i feel like describing it because i've built a lot of buildings within that basic builder and i've had a hell of a lot of fun and made some you know fun places that you know several people in here have possibly seen um but otherwise you know you're able to come to you know like last slice as a group you can kind of come and chill your idea and you know we might have some people that might be able to help you out with you know whatever your idea is even if you don't have land where we've uh you know hosted events on you know i own to consider a considerable amount of land where it's like if you want to come and have an event without you know spending tens of thousands of dollars to buy a big estate or something for that um you can come to people like myself which will help you like throw your launch party or whatever release party within the space and then you know i could delete your building the next day and put it back to whatever I want. You know, it's kind of really the most fun part about it, honestly. Cause you could have it even so like not... refresh a page. Yeah. You can refresh a page and then the building's gone and something else is there, which is kind of crazy.
0: <laughs> that is pretty crazy. Wow. Very interesting stuff. So if someone wanted to make some virtual, let's say virtual an item, let's just say it is a hat or a shirt what would they have to do and learn to actually make that usable and wearable inside of the metaverse?
4: So on the actual Decentraland website, they have a lot of documentation within the builder um, and other things about like, especially wearables where they have like a whole section on like, you know, here's a character model that you can download that kind of fits the avatar. It explains, you know, the limitations of it in terms of like data and polygon counts and whatnot that you're allowed to have on it. Um, and then at the same time, you know, it kind of lets you even have a builder tool that, you know, once you make something in Blender and you have the GLB file, you can upload it and you can test it before you even spend that 500 mana to mint it. And it's all on that same decentraland.org site. It'll be under the docs section of that, of uh, creating wearables, I believe the article's
0: called. That's pretty, That's pretty cool. W- wondering also, it's you said it takes about a week to get populated in, into Decentraland.
4: Yeah, it kind of depends on how busy and how much of a queue they have currently. Whereas, uh, like for instance, I did my board ape head as just a one of one item, and it's the one item in there, and it's like a creator that made it that the people on the committee know that you know he is very understanding of the limitations of the space um so you know that one was easier for them to be like okay this works approved versus other ones that are like hey you know when you do this emote it like the elbow breaks and it looks really bad and weird like you might want to fix this before we approve it you know um so kind of you know it depends on i guess the you know how many items you have and you know how uh, how well it works from the bat and how simple it is i guess for that
6: and the mono cost for oh, cool. doing the submission, if you have to do revisions and things like that, it's all covered on the once. You're not having to repay.
4: Yes. Yeah, yeah. So basically once you've submitted it, you're able to change it as many times as you want until it's accepted. And then it's put out. And, uh, you know, a funny example of that is an item called feet shoes, which is like supposed to be bare feet, but that didn't work out so well. And then they tried to make a sweater and then that didn't work out so well. And then it turned into like a giant happy face, like yellow head. But it's still named feet which is really funny. But like, uh, <laughs> it was the whole journey of this item, and it's like the funniest forum post of of, of that. Um, but it's you know you can keep revising things uh, until you have something that is accepted by the committee within that first mana of uh, submission that you did. But you will not get it refunded if you ultimately decide to scrap the project at that point.
0: Very interesting. There's so much to do in Decentraland, it sounds like. So that's pretty amazing. Let's, uh, let's jump over to, if you guys don't mind, a little bit of Somnium That'd Space. That'd be great. And, uh, yeah, and I have Block News here, who's not, I, I don't think, as big of a developer in, in Somnium Space as you guys, but he's definitely spent countless hours building in, in uh, Somnium Space. Um, in block news? Would you like to fill us in on some news? Yeah, questions?
3: yeah, sure. Um, just, uh, just as a sort of a, an an introduction as well for those in the room, because I I'd sure. like to answer maybe the, the the fundamental question that you you put out there first. I just add a little little expansion to it. That 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 word um, meta means beyond and verse being the truncated form of the 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 universe beyond the 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 universe but when we when we look at it and we, we we tap into that there's there's so much going on and what i want to say as an introduction to somnium space is where is and you're alluding to web 3.0 and everything and where where i where i see all of this is that it's not either or or one or the other, where this potentially is going to end up. So where we're looking at right now is these different projects that are popping up around the place. And um, when you when you embrace uh, the metaverse and you you begin to consider what is it? it's, It's beyond that experience, but but it's also metaphysical. So it's beyond physical. However, when I had the opportunity, because I was looking, you know, the first place you, you're going to find, you just think of is is uh, Decentraland, CryptoVoxels, and all of the spaces. And uh, and when I did actually jump and buy a parcel on Somnium Space, the first question I got asked by somebody was, which did you go with Decentraland or CryptoVoxels? And I actually said, actually, neither. The one that the Tesla suit is working with, uh, Somnium Space. And, and what I mean by that is that that the Tesla suit, has this haptic feedback where you can touch and communicate so it's nearly like metaverse yes but nearly less so metaphysical because you're getting this haptic feedback that's coming from these things like the tesla suit and what it was for me to jump into somnium space i am no expert on any of this i just you know i i love the creative aspect i'm a poet i've, I've worked for five fortune 500 companies and i i sort of It's all about see a gap and fill it. And Michael said it there earlier on. He said about location. Location is key. So my avatar is... um is uh, based around uh, the void degen army. And I decided, well, it's all about location because everybody in business knows that. So I decided to hang out and wait as prices were going up to see if I can get the nearest parcel of land to the 10,000 degen project insomnium space. So because I didn't know where to hang out or what to, to identify. So I picked that and I landed it. And I, I've picked the parcel of land now just as a, as a precursor to that as as a as an invitation to any any who want to uh, join me on that parcel of land right now you can click on my profile click on the somnium space join as guest and you can actually interact as we're talking in that building and see the building. It's took me 15 maybe plus hours. I I'm, you never count on this, but I built this from scratch in Somnium Space. Now to give you a bit of a, a sort of a, a, an outline, I'm no Somnium expert or guru. I've i just used the tools and tried to try to do as much as I can with 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 what uh, what I've learned. But um Somnium Space was uh, was uh, founded as a company in 2018 and I believe in February 2020 was the was the big launch its real target is is not to be too wide, but to to focus in on the, the VR experience. I'm waiting on my HTC headset and uh, and uh, motion trackers to to dive in. So at the, at the at the light version there. Oh, welcome, welcome! I see people. I can wave at you right now. To those guests, two just arrived. That's me waving, and uh, so you you can have a a full experience of the uh, of the environment with VR using a client. Now that client gives you a 2D um, interface or a 3D interaction with your with your full VR headset experience, whatever that is, and uh, and so in that area, Somnium Space has given you the. 2D, the the VR interaction and the builder, similar to Decentraland. the central The principles are, are are very similar, but where where this is all going to. Uh uh, merge is is the interaction between all of these. This is on blockchain, and so I see that they're not going to be one or the other. That that really, as this all develops, it's going to be like your your multiple platforms that are there on Ethereum, for example, or Polygon. I'm a big, big Polygon head, and so uh, seeing any project that that leverages the the lower energy Polygon technology, um, I'm I'm all for that. So that's sort of a, a, a an overview. Very similar um, in. In in principle, but but VR um, heavy heavy on the on the the VR um, side of it, and uh, yeah, so that's probably a, an, an intro.
6: And so with Somnium Space, it's also running through a browser when it's not using VR.
3: Now, when it's not using VR, you don't have. Um, it's it's not it's not up to the to the full uh, Decentraland um, walking around. So that link, people have just clicked on there, and there are several in the room now, and I'm I'm, I'm just waving at them as we speak. Um, that that um, experience is uh, is per parcel, so it's not quite the the full walk around. In the in, that you that you get in Centerland, that's that's experienced through the client because it's uh working on on sort of uh, uh the VR and the, the 2D experience. So you, you have to use the client to get the full immersion in the full metaverse where you can walk around, there's cars you can buy, there's a lot of a lot of things similar to this Centerland where the guys were saying you you sort of have a fixed amount of uh credits uh per. Building per parcel of land that you can build. So you've uh, like this this parcel for those who are who are walking around it right now. Um, this parcel of land here has a uh, 400 credit limit as a medium parcel of land, and it's fairly sizable and you can do a, do a lot with that. And I am actually maxed out, so everything you see here. I think I've one credit left, <laughs> so. Uh, what i've done is i i host a session so it's sort of the the way i've interacted with the building of this this building is is within the nft space that i'm in which is uh as a poet as a as a a creator as as a a collector predominantly when i came in uh i facilitate on saturday nights in a a sort of a space where i try and promote artists not the art uh but upstairs in the gallery, I have an upstairs gallery where that is the decked project, which is hosting 54 artists from the NFT family. Uh, and also on the wall, I have the interactive web page you can click on and see the see the auctions going live. And so it's a sort of a, an immersive experience to say what what's the need and where where can i fill it right now and uh, and again even bridging uh you know there is in in our space we have that digital collectibles and nft fine art argument well i want to bring NFT fine art to the DGen project next door to me you know and so it's, it's a nice bridging so so working it on many levels trying to interact uh, I don't think any any of these projects are exclusive and I think as, as we develop they're going to be a lot more integrated where you can hop between them and even to the point in Somnium space what they're doing now is you can actually have universes so if I actually buy one of these universes it's a bubble where you can actually teleport into a whole other universe in the corner of your parcel which is for the highest end uh universe that you have that is just so vast and deep as a space so they really are pushing it out but but it's it's still learn learn as we go uh, especially for me
6: sounds pretty exciting and i like i like the idea of having a universe within your own parcel and everything as well yeah so um oh gosh i just lost my question then sorry
0: so what's the what's the, the main difference between it sounds like the central land and somnium space? Somnium's a, like you like Zeta I believe Zeta and Mike both said, sounds like it's about eighteen months behind yeah. in terms of like how yeah. developed it's mm-hmm. out. Yeah, it's Definitely later
3: to the party, but it's it's uh, I think it's it's real, you know. If it's uh, and I can't comment on the center line, but uh, I can comment on multiple projects that have failed as a as a as a DeFi finance head and, and a crypto head before I came into NFT. Um, if you spread yourself too thin, you're not going to achieve it. And so, what I like about Somnium that that I've seen so far is is they're very focused on the experience um, in the VR world, and that's that's what they're going after hard and fast. And, and and I like that.
4: Yeah, I would like to add to that is that I'd say Somnium is probably the most mature one after Decentraland in terms of an actual usable platform and product currently. Um, And it's just, I guess, a different flavor of all of this where, you know, there's different platforms and different things. And I feel like ultimately a lot of these will coincide with whatever interests that you may have um, or whatever tastes that you have within this space. And, um, you know, you even mentioned kind of cross metaverse uh, utility where a great example is there's a pair of uh, Atari shoes that they made that actually work in three different metaverse. So it's like, if you own these shoes, you can apply and have the wearable work in three different spaces. So you know, it's gonna work in um, Decentraland, Sandbox and like Atari's metaverse. But I can see there being more items in the future that are supported like that, where You know, like maybe Chris, for instance, like he wants to have something for his uh, token holders of his cats, you know, he could have them have, you know, if they have a cat, they get a wearable and all of these different metaverses or whatever, if he has a presence in all of them. And I think that's going to be really interesting to see how the, the, uh, things evolve kind of from there it's almost like how there's like Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and like all these different things it's kind of like there's all these different platforms that are kind of emerging and uh, I feel like each will uh, draw and maintain and keep its own uh, community of people that particularly like that one um, like right now I'm at his gallery Insomnium I'm checking it out <laughs>
0: That's pretty cool. I'm trying to add Michael back up here, but it's, it keeps spinning. So Mike, he's not going to make uh, it. Leave, leave, the space, my man, and come back in. We can add you uh, and bring it back up. Ngmi, Mike, if you can hear me. Anybody's.
4: You should anybody's bring up peanut up. butter, actually, if peanut butter's yeah, he's, wanting to request. He's also
0: spinning. Yeah, he's also spinning too. So I'm gonna guys, uh, raise your hands back up. Um,
4: I was gonna say if I, I, Peanut I Butter, um, if he's in the audience, he he's uh, actually is just recently started working with the Decentraland Foundation as like a social media person for them, and maybe it would be worth having him come up and uh,
0: have yeah, some I comments. He cool. He's just spinning. He's just spinning. he's just spinning a little bit, so I keep trying to add him, and he keeps spinning. Spinning. Yeah, Peanut I tried Butter to DM. And and, uh,
6: he's got closed DMs, so if you Zeta are able to DM him, just let him leave the space and come back. We should be able to get him up.
0: Yeah, sure, I'll tell him that right yeah, now. Yeah, you actually have to leave the space and come back.
4: Yeah, leave the space and come back. Let's see.
0: But Zeta definitely knows about the central land, and Block knows a little bit, uh, not as much, but you know enough to talk about Sonium space. So let's go. Whoop, whoop.
4: Yeah, and I did a well, decent also, amount of research into other platforms as well, but I feel like those are more of the relevant ones versus like Crypto Voxels is limited to like it is a, like one of the earlier ones. However, it's limited to being all voxel art related. Um, you know, it has its own limitations. I'd say.
0: Yeah, how many how many companies are out there? Do you guys actually know about the the competition? Because I actually bumped into a few people on Twitter Spaces that are developing the central land type uh metaverses do you know how many there are actually out there being worked on or have you read articles to see how many um i feel like there's a new one popping up every day
4: from a number of different people it sounds like always where um you know you have these companies that say they're working on things i know that uh recently there was some really big funding that was pulled together for a like the same people like epic games i believe is trying to make a metaverse as well as facebook is trying to make a metaverse as well as like all these other big players you know they want a piece of that considering they see like oh Fortnite, they could sell a whole lot of things in here so we want to get in on that too and i feel like there's a lot of interest now but uh you know as far as their actual progress i feel like a lot of them like including sandbox you know they're like 12 to 18 months behind where decentraland currently is because they're just kind of uh trying to get established whereas like decentraland has been literally you know six years in the making so far so they have that uh behind you know they have a lot more traction i guess <laughs> yeah
3: and, and again it's it's, oh, it's- my- Oh, sorry, yeah, I was saying it's going to come go up as well to uh, the amount of uh, influencers and uh, companies. Um, a, a lot of just even from, you know, on the, on the visible side of it, it's it's these um, big big stars who who have their, you know, especially through last year, who had their um, concerts and have millions come to their concerts in these spaces and um and, and then in the back end it's the big companies that are coming in and bringing the technology or their their brand because in 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 in, in a sort of a, a in a in an outline of of what a metaverse is sometimes for, you know you can come into the metaverse and and see it as a, as a form of um Like like a form of just fun and hanging out and stuff, but you have the the, the technical, the commercial, and the metaphysical, and all of the different bits. So as as these highways merge, um, you know, it's it's like the the metaverse is 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 the twenty sixteen. Crypto world where it's you know everybody's jumping on the individual projects, but as as it flows and starts to facilitate, you get these these highways, and so uh, even even conceptually and what what we can achieve, um, right down to how you browse, you know the the web browser, the web 1.0 which was just a sort of a data stream, and then your 2.0 which was your your video, and now the 3.0 um, which has your AI and all the other things, even how you interact, you know, and that. Floor there, I put a, I, I embedded cost me a few credits in the cost of the building, but just for the project upstairs with the with that uh, deck project that's going down right now, I, I, I embedded the, the live auction site so you can click and look and see what's going down. Uh, so so you know, so your interaction even from a web browser will 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 totally change in this space. So it, it's, uh, it's it's amazing.
2: I, w- I wanted to to add to what BlockMuse was saying um, about NFTs before, and and what Zeta said as well about you know interlocking the metaverses and bringing them all together. Sorry about that. My Twitter client crashed before. Sorry about that, but. Um...
0: No, it's all good. You know, it's funny. I actually, the only way I could add you back was to add you. As yeah, a that's host.
2: really weird. <laughs> but um, yeah,
0: but it's a bug. So, we-
2: so yeah, there was um one, a project that I'm really working with and focusing on that I think is, is a great project that allows you to put itself into any metaverse into AR, into VR um, is apes 3d. Um, so he, apes 3d um the the creator he made a nft that is a model of a 3d ape uh multiple different uh, unique models there's a thousand of them and they're they're only 250 have been released so far so he's still releasing them as as drops um but but the main thing about it is that when you get his nft the unlockable items with that nft are the glb models the um that you can import into somnium space that you could import into decentraland that you could use as AR um, that you, you know, on an iPhone app or an Android app to see through your phone. So the the utility that it brings in an NFT and brings the metaverse together with the NFT just you know the the possibilities again for for what artists and and developers are going to be able to do uh is going to be crazy and i don't think that there should only be one metaverse it is there should be somnium space there should be sandbox there should be uh you know one you know uh mirandus you know which is a new one there's there's multiple use cases for all these metaverses um and and i think that working together and allowing all these projects to work through all of them and be, be coexisting with each other is going to be a big, a big, uh, uh, community, uh, that's that, that I don't think is ever going to go away at this point because that, that ball has already, you know, that rock has already started rolling down that hill and I don't think it's going to stop.
0: No doubt it's not gonna I agree it's not gonna stop. It's only gonna get better and I love the reference to Ready Player One. I keep using that as a reference to the metaverse when people actually ask me what's the Sancho Land, what's Somnium space and I'm like, just think Ready Player One, that's what's gonna be in like five, ten years at the most. And we're gonna have some really cool stuff that's going on there where you're buying you're basically buying, like you said, real estate wearable i mean i mean what what are we what are we doing
2: right now like exactly what you're saying but it sounds like it's its own ecosystem right it's its own metaverse ecosystem and and it's going to keep growing
0: yeah, I, I love it. I, I really I love the idea of it. Yeah,
4: I feel like it's conceptually, it's kind of brilliant at the point of where we're at now, where, you know, with that being on Web 2.0, where it's like the age of scrolling with our fingers through web pages and content now to 3.0, where, you know, Instead of this room being a bunch of pictures as a big grid of everybody that's talking, we could be a bunch of people inside of a club or something, or a, a space within the central land all talking, seeing everyone's avatar running around, looking at art, you know, jumping up and down, climbing up things, trying to, you know, and it's like a very different energy that, like, especially. Um, You know, a lot of people have not really been able to leave their houses for the last too long. Um, And it's just like, I feel very tired of things like Zoom and other kind of ways of communication versus there's just something that's more authentic and organic feeling about this um, that like I personally feel like, you know, instead of, you know, you just did an NFT drop and instead of like a million people looking at OpenSea and refreshing the page and trying to buy everything on OpenSea, it's like... A million people that you could have instead of like inside of a gallery and you can kind of get a sense of like oh look at all these people that are looking at this collection of work at the same time and it gives a sense of presence that you would have at an actual physical art show versus you know oh there's you know 50 other people looking at this url right now you know and you see 50 other people looking at it versus like when you see 50 other avatars walking around a building full of the art it's just a very different sort of uh, energy
1: it's something that we could be doing like right this minute, like at least in terms of the Central Land. Like we could all literally be in the same party room right now. There could be live music playing. There could be like we could just all be running around. And the coolest part is that you are wearing your NFTs. Like it's not it's not just like one or two items. You can definitely customize. And there's a lot of brand names out there. I know the other day, um, a lot of people are freaking out about an X Copy helmet that was. Uh, somebody was sniping really cheap and oh my you know God, everybody yeah. everybody everybody was like whoa you got the x copy head like and it was awesome and it, i don't know if it was animated but it just looked really cool and like that kind of brand recognition is seen in the central land people will recognize what you're wearing and oh, yeah. you can just show it off and just walk around chat with people and like it definitely is more fun than just being like huddled around like a, a zoom meeting for example so i totally agree with that
2: yeah Yeah. And then and projects like The Last Slice, you know, communities like ours, we help bring these NFTs, these other designers, other brands into the metaverse. You know, we want to bridge that gap. We want to give brands the ability to expose themselves to a new marketplace, to something that they've never seen before and to be in it early because everybody in this room right now is in here. And we're early, in my opinion, I think, you know, just even the time frame that I've known Zeta when I first the first day that I jumped into Decentraland back in March and I I ran into Zeta and it was Zeta's first day getting his first parcel just from that moment and jumping in over, you know, uh, over the periods of months. Uh, seeing everything being built up around us, being you know jumping in and seeing a new building across the street, and and how how many crazy uh, uh, different games and 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 activities people are putting together, you know I can only imagine. You know it's like, it's like being in Manhattan two hundred years before Manhattan. Like we're here, guys. Like we this
4: is our playground. But you could refresh the page, and the skyscrapers there the next day. It's
8: exactly.
4: <laughs> it's like oh, there's all oh, that grass plot is now. A club, okay then, or like, like even Chris's club. Literally, it was a bunch of grass and trees, and now it has a bunch of neon cats plastered all over the place. <laughs> it's, yeah. kind of yeah. it's gonna look it. so good
1: though. We're we're like we're gonna make it like a three-story floor, and there's gonna be music all the time, and like lots of perks. We'll and it.
2: hopefully a VIP Pop Tart deck for any NFT uh, holders, nine cat holders there.
1: Uh, you know that something like that is. Definitely in the work. i have talking to several people about how to reward existing holders because, like, I'm all about giving back to everybody, and I want everybody to succeed. So, like, I, you know, if, if if you've been, you know, like a fan of my work for a while, if you have something that I've created, sorry, make a noise. Uh, you know, you can act.
2: We're losing you, Chris. We lost them.
3: He's just got having his He'll Matrix moment uploaded into the Decentraland uh, the through yeah. his phone.
5: <laughs> He's, into
2: the Matrix. He's turning into the Metaverse right now.
0: Hey, Chris, yeah, it seems like you were dropping into the Matrix. He's <laughs> speaking <laughs> binary. He's speaking oh.
4: binary. Oh, man. Hostile
0: takeover. Yep, totally. The cats will rise. Hey Chris, uh, we, you cut out there, but you know, I think we got, I think we got a little bit of the gist you were saying. Uh, your your uh, Wi-Fi might be a little shoddy there.
1: Sorry, uh, I'm not sure if you can hear me now. I was actually like outside. Um, yeah. I I do I do gotta get going, but you know I I do I do agree with the Michael Zeta all to talk about the Central Land. Like I'm in it as an artist, as somebody in it just for the entertainment, and I've had a blast in the Central Land. Like I've. You know, it's literally a party in there. I've laughed so much. We've like, I've had all these experiences and I remember all of the events. Like they're all memorable of events. So it's it's a really cool place to be. Um, I do got to drop out though, but I hope everybody has a great Thursday and uh, make some money out there. Happy
3: Friday Eve. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, yeah, thank happy, you.
1: Yeah, have a good, th- good rest of your Thursday.
0: Thanks, Chris. Chris. Thanks for stopping by, man. Dope. So... What else can you tell us about decentraland? Or uh, yeah, this, let's uh, we're gonna stick with decentraland just for a little bit longer because uh, I think we have we have more collective knowledge on decentraland here <laughs> um, with all you two guys who are like like obviously deep into central land development and all that stuff. So it's really really cool. Um, what would you? How would you get somebody interested in decentraland that literally just just minted their like first NFT or two? How are we gonna convert all these folks over into, into the Decentraland event layer and uh, is there a quick way to do it? You know what I mean? Like because it's really hard for people to even understand NFTs right now? Yeah, I th- how think we, how are we going to get them into like the central land if they don't understand NFTs?
4: I think kind of hand-holding people through that and appealing to the lowest common denominator of things that could make sense for people to process that are not familiar with the space. Um, you know, tokenized ownership is still really hard for people to grasp, but you know, it's like I could like I could right click and save a jpeg off the internet why do i need to buy it for ethereums what is an ethereum with the i-u-m as the spelling you know um and this is very uh, common for people to not understand these things however i feel like these sorts of spaces as well as the nft space in general is kind of a huge catalyst to onboard people into crypto in general like currently where um you know like dr doge he came into decentraland he gave me his metamask wallet address and I was able to give him a hat. And he's like, well, you know, wow, you own this hat in your wallet. Now you could wear it into central Land. And that's like a great example of tokenized ownership that like you have this token, therefore you are able to wear this skin. And I feel like there's a lot of people that have played uh, video games over the last couple decades that may have felt or experienced that sort of thing where you unlock a skin for your character or something like that. But this is kind of different where you can actually like trade it and whatnot. So it's like, he could eventually, if he wanted to sell that hat to someone, like if you, Lucas, were like, dang, I really want that hat. I'll buy it off you for 10 ETH. You know, he could sell it to you for 10 ETH. Um, and then he wouldn't be able to wear it anymore. And so it's kind of, uh, you know, kind of fun for that. And I think, um, you know, companies like companies like Ape Yacht Club doing uh, a drop where, you know, hey, here's a hoodie. And it's like, oh, I have a hoodie? Like, I got a free hoodie that, like, what is this Decentraland thing? And they might go try to put on their hoodie. Um and I think that those kind of things are promoting people to get into the space as like more and more of these companies like key or, you know, wh- whoever else does an airdrop of wearables that they're able to understand the concept better. And then, you know, once you have some NFT wearables, it's kind of addicting collecting them in all honesty. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree with that. Oh, go yeah. Ahead, there,
4: there's also a,
2: a big difference between, uh, you know, people that take advantage of the utility that the metaverses are bringing to NFTs and vice versa. So, you know, if, if an artist is, uh, dropping, uh, you know, a a model of something, um, you know, They can include these unlockables and some of these unlockables you know they might be uh something that they can import into the metaverse or that's something that they're going to get airdropped just for holding that nft in the future um another example would be if uh you know if you were to i'm sorry give me one i'm getting another call sorry guys sorry sorry about that hello
0: that's okay. Go ahead, Mike.
2: Yeah. No, I, I was basically saying um, the the concept of what NFTs, uh, people that are making NFTs right now, can use as an advantage uh, to to bring more utility to their uh, to their projects. Um, another part of the metaverse is also Popes, uh, which is proof of attendance protocol. Uh, there, there, uh, there's a Pope wallet where you collect these popes. It's think of them like virtual tickets uh, that you hold on the blockchain forever that are proof that you went to a specific event or a specific location. Some of these popes are limited um, and they are only available during an event occurring. So for example, when Pepsi had their friendship day event, uh, you would have had to have been there on that day in order to grab the friendship day pope directly from coca-cola's wallet address uh in order to prove that you were at that event and you can show that as an nft uh and you can show that within your pope wallet so um now collecting
4: concert tickets
2: (laughs) exactly exactly and those concert tickets exist forever on the blockchain as long as the internet exists so it's a it's a beautiful thing because you know usually concert tickets they deter in quality or you might lose them so this is a better way to keep track of your attendance and it's that's why it's called a pope a proof of attendance protocol but uh you know tying that to nfts again now coke has the ability to airdrop any of the people that were on that event on that day uh an an item directly from coca-cola down the line in the future so it's a way to monetize uh, uh, the nfts even further and add utility to the entire space
4: yeah, and adding to that, as far as the Pope, you know, the Central Land, they had their first birthday this year on 2 because they did the two twenty twenty launch, basically. Um, and if you got that Pope, which, like, there was 800 people that claimed the Pope, the, you know, on Pride Day, when they did the first ever, like, user wearables and switched over to the Polygon network for them, if you had that Pope, you were airdropped something. So, you know, you could have it be that, like, you know, if anybody that has this Pope is able to potentially get an airdrop drop down the road and it's like a free thing that they got for just being present um, or you know you even mentioned the X copy like there was some really amazing X copy things that um, someone in this room down here if he's still here is actually the lucky bastard that got it but um, he there was like an X copy drop that like if you went to the X copy opening into Decentraland, you got a Pope and then it got entered into a raffle to win a one of ten full X copy space suit Um, which, you know, then only 10 of those got minted. And then like a few, two friends actually were putting offers on all of them, trying to get someone to sell them. And then they managed to find the guy that wanted, and then they bought it for like an ETH. And then now they're running around with like X copy or like even uh, Felocious, he has shoes that are like one of 10 shoes that are from the beginning of like, you know, it's his first wearable he ever made. There's only 10 of them. He has them on his account. So like whenever he goes into the metaverse, those are the shoes he has, but then like nine lucky other people are able to own a pair of his shoes, which like given the prices of some of his pieces, um, I think that those will be crazy someday to have like his first ever wearable drop. That'll be nuts, you know, in the future with, with his career continues at this pace.
8: Yeah, that is wild. So, I mean, I've heard you earlier, too, when you were saying it, but I think I just kind of put it together. You said somebody was able to snag one of those ex-copy wearables for, like, really ridiculously people oh yeah, my
4: god right. it hurts i know i'm like what and i'm like i feel like i'm sleeping on it and i'm like trying to get something else and then they're like look at i got and i'm like what the hell is this you know just, like, yeah. <laughs> just a little envious <laughs> because like you know, <laughs> those are diamond hands that'll never sell them and like good luck finding one of the other people that has them and like you know that ship yeah. has sailed and it kind of gets competitive with people uh you know fighting it out for things and like even recently i had a. Uh, you know, someone that, you know, they're decently established in the space. But, you know, I sold a one of four jacket from the beta of Decentraland in 2019 for seven ETH recently. Um, you know, that there's only team, four bro. of them.
0: Yeah, there
4: team. was only, yeah, crazy, right? And there's only four of them ever, but it's in from 2019 and it's like a historic item, but like a wearable jacket in Decentraland selling for seven ether is kind of crazy. Really, collectible things yeah, yeah i mean one of the <laughs> it's like a runescape party hat you know one of my favorite nfts
2: is is uh that zeta actually showed me and introduced me to was cyber mike's uh cyber suit um that's that's what i like to uh wear in decentraland it's a one of ten um it's a pretty cool outfit but yeah that that wasn't cheap
4: <laughs> and it's his name is michael k and it says cyber mike on the suit i mean it just it just was so meant for you
0: yeah What's cool about this, though, too, is that you guys could actually trade and sell these items as well. So, what I mean, when it goes up in value, you guys and you guys would need some money, could you, you could literally yeah. go sell one of these wearables yeah. and be like, hey, I just made some yeah, money. Yeah,
2: people make yeah. offers, uh, you know, on them just like other NFTs. These. So,
0: yeah, it really makes me think again, harken back to the movie of which I've watched like five or six times at least. Which is again, ready player one, where they're like, oh, wow, I could trade this, or I can get that item over there and like sell it and make real money from it. It's just super fascinating. It's like, and there's a can you talk about like possibly like, is there like a play to earn aspect of? To Central Land, where you're actually doing something in Central Land and making money. Um, Zeta
2: it? Zeta would definitely be able to answer this because he uh, <laughs> you, actually worked at the Wonder Mine for many many uh, a time. So what do you mean
4: I worked at the Wonder Mine? I have a Wonder Bot. Yeah, I'm
2: I know. That's what, I what work I'm saying. You for them. No, no, you don't I work find for them. Find people in the don't, mines
4: don't, and I save them. Right? You don't. You do not <laughs> you work mean, what, for you, them. You've been working <laughs> in the mine. Yeah. You literally <laughs> work
2: at the mine. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a coal
4: coal miner or something. Well, no, I mean yeah. like for instance, the guy that's building Club Neon. Cat, he was like a poor child at the mines and I found him and now he's building club neon cat so you know there's yeah all yeah of you know, amazing that was
8: opportunity <laughs> I can say this though like it is pretty it is pretty um, wild here right like every single time. I have ever logged into Decentraland here lately. yeah there's Zeta right it doesn't matter where you go it's just there's Zeta like he is there I gotta be present
4: and he's yeah. not even
2: doing Always that watching. he's not even
4: moving or nothing he's just standing there I'm just standing there he's he just standing listening there listening to music AFK as fuck yeah, no, yeah. Um, but um we got to be present. Yeah, got to show off the board iPad. But um, as far as play to earn, currently, I mean, if you are a talented developer or creator, you can make wearables, and so like you can make like I paid someone to make a wearable, and then I've been selling wearables. So like anybody that wants one of my hats can buy one for sixty nine mana, you know, and that's like a fun hat but- where I can mint them for free. <laughs> um, or for the Wonder Zone, you know, for instance, what Michael was saying as an example. Um, There is it's like a almost like a runescape mechanic. So it's like if anybody's here familiar with runescape, it basically is, you know, you get a certain amount of coins per day, you get to mine with those coins, uh, you know, materials, and then you can fashion those materials into like different materials which eventually turn into like wearable tokens and then when they have an event you can redeem like five of these tokens for a wearable item that you know could be worth like a few hundred bucks to a few thousand dollars depending on like the demand of it where the market is and whatnot Um, and they're they're one of the first people to be really doing that Uh, other than that there's Decentral Games that owns the casinos and they have free play competitions where um, you can come. You get like five thousand free play dollars of things, and it's mainly trying to get stress testing and people to be testing out like the games and the RNG and all these things. Um, but they'll do free play competitions. So, like for instance, the Board A Yacht Club they opened a riverboat casino in Vegas City in Decentraland, and for their opening event, they did it where whoever won the free play competition got a one of one board ape yacht club skull helmet that's like the skull of the board ape yacht club with a crown on it and so like whoever was number one in the riverboat casino (laughs) competition free play at that for the opening that was for like a couple hours um got that and then the top 100 places got like a riverboat captain hat that's like broad ape branded and stuff and you know people have been reselling those for quite a bit and uh you know the the one of one. I think they have it listed for fifty thousand mana or something. And it's like I'm really confident that that might sell at some point. You know, one of these whales that are spending like seven figures on apes now. You know, that's nothing for them if they want to have that clout item. And uh, I don't know. There's opportunities like that
0: of like winning things that you could sell. Yeah. So how much how much do you think how much do you think of this as clout? Like what you just said, it's kind of interesting you said that Zeta, Zeta because it, for me. I keep seeing things, and I keep people seeing people talk about value, and a lot of it is bragging rights and clout. Also, they keep saying bragging rights or clout all the time. Sure. How much of the, how much of owning these digital items is kind of like bragging rights and clout? Would you guess?
4: I mean, how much is owning a Rolex that? I guess so, you right. know you don't need a totally Rolex agree. to tell the time. You don't need a Ferrari to get you places. Um, I feel like people do like to. Uh, exhibit and show off their wealth and it's fun when you can do that to 4 billion people simultaneously 24/7 versus only the people that might be around you in real life can notice that you might have a Rolex watch on I guess um you know so having like a punk or an ape right now is like a f- kind of a flex as a twitter p- profile picture it also kind of shows that you are established within and understand things within the NFT space if you can have a very expensive jpeg that you don't sell for some reason um, I don't know. I feel like there's I, a big part of that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Another, you know, another aspect of it that I, that I like to look at is I'm not buying into just projects just to make money off of them. A lot of the projects that I'm actually buying NFTs from, uh, you know, I'm, I'm buying a few of them. And then I'm keeping the one that I like the most because it's not just about clout, right? So I, I I'm not going into you know uh, animators or or board ape club or kennel club or, or these higher you know priced NFT projects and saying to myself, oh, I'm just gonna buy this and flip it. Like I'm looking at that NFT and I'm saying to myself, I resonate with this NFT. I like this design or I like this artist. Um, you know, so it is sort of clout and collective. It's at the same time you you could look at it from both ways. But oh, again, a lot of people are in it just for the money you got to be careful you got to be sure to not fomo into things uh that's a lot of a uh, lot of different variables when it comes to trading nfts which should be a whole nother discussion so
3: yeah can i can i chime in there with uh, a perspective
0: <laughs> yeah go for it block me hey block me um uh just mute your mic when you're done talking though because there's a little bit of feedback no
3: props, no props. so um, okay. yeah so one of the one of the uh situations that i that i sort of found myself in was when i jumped in i i started on the digital collectible side and um when i did jump in i saw the opportunity for a market in in the in the nft digital collectible so i i i accumulated uh, intellectual property through Legendary, the movie company, a, a, a Meccaxilla collection where I have the seven of each of the pieces and I have the one of one, which was a $33,000 land. Now we were expecting that to be about a hundred thousand dollars. So I, I I got it for a steal, but it was with a purpose in mind. Now that purpose in mind was to actually create a gallery, the block museum and host that collection now it's all about sevens right and seven is big in asia and so on the seventh of the seventh now i'm working with the company to make sure that i can download the treaties and have it maybe insomnium space or something like this but whatever way i want to re- realize it I- i'm doing it as an exercise i don't need the money but as an exercise on the seventh of the seventh um which is a high day in japan i will be looking to sell whenever i can realize and build that vision and through what we've experienced in somnium Space, as, uh, as i build the black museum this might have to be another building now with what i'm up to but um on the seventh to the seventh for seven hours only for no more, no less than seven Bitcoin, that project will be up for sale. Um, after I've uh, marketed it, build a web page, and do all of that, as an exercise. Now, that's the DCs, and that's money, that's whatever. Now, I collect fine art, and I have relationships with a lot of the artists. And some of these artists, I believe, are going to go down in history. You are going to have to uh, lift my peel off my dead finger and crack, um. The, uh, the algorithm in my wallet to actually get them out of my hands, and so it's just—I just wanted to sort of share that as a, as a contextual um, setting in, in in how wide and vast this is. That's, that was yeah,
5: like that was beautiful. That was beautiful
4: a lot of my investments honestly are within things that i believe in and i mean I usually buy things that i'm okay with being stuck holding the bag on forever you know I don't really buy exactly. with the intention on flipping them um you know which is really frustrating because i like ah oh, damn it like if I had bought a second board ape I'd totally be selling it right now but I, like i can't sell this one you
2: know hey listen uh, like i, I- i have more than one board eight but i'm not selling either one like i i'm too i'm too attached to them like i would never let go just like how block muse was saying like that passion behind owning that art is 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 something i would never let go of and and one thing i wanted to comment about what you said zeta before is i don't know if many people caught that but zeta uh, had a designer create the nft that has his brand name on it now think about the ecosystem that's adding to the metaverse zeta is Coming in as a user in the beginning, he's getting parcels. He's building up a name for himself. He has a brand now. Then he's subcontracting on the blockchain designers and developers to do builds and to create wearables. And now he's monetizing,
4: paying them on the spot too. Which is exactly. I'm hiring someone from like the Netherlands to make the thing.
2: Yeah, think about how much you how easy it would be for somebody who wants to be creative in this space, who wants to learn how to make three D builds and wearables, what they can do for different name brands, what they can do for influencers, what they can do for themselves to create a following and And bring it into something that isn't uh, you know able to be stopped by anybody. this is this is we are all citizens of the internet here. We have the ability to do this as long as we have that internet connection. I think the internet should be a right. I think it's it's impossible to co to exist in today's society without the internet. Um, and I think that it's going to be a, a major game changer as far as blockchain is concerned.
4: And also how he's saying how, you know, I came to the space, I got some squares, and then I, like, got someone to make wearables for me. Literally, you have company, like, I'm able to do that. I'm an individual that, like, I'm just my own person, you know. But there's companies like Coca-Cola that are also doing that, you know. Like, Coca-Cola came in. They had someone build their scene. They had someone make their wearables. They you know had all that taken care of for them by like people like myself or whoever now that's like developers that are able to realize their vision you know so right now like last slice collective is working on club neon cat for chris or like we just did the deadhead scene um, you know, so if anybody has those deadheads NFTs? It's like you're able to go into Decentraland, see the deadheads headquarters. Um, and if you have one, you're able to like oh, go enter the crypt and get a special pope. You know, uh, uh,
2: Data, be... were you allowed to say all that? I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> I mean, it's in, it's in world
2: now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the yeah, there you go. That. No, but um, it, it's yeah. a really cool, it's really cool. It's going to be an awesome, awesome build. Um, I, it's insane what, what we're doing, what, what other bigger projects are coming in and, and trying to really monetize on what they're building.
4: It's crazy some of the people that I've talked to because of this space in the last year of just um, interests of, of people on all different scales of the art world and entertainment industry and just like that are very collectively interested in this space. Um, and it's fun kind of trying to help them onboard and realize their visions within a space that, like, anything is really possible.
2: Yeah, like, we don't, they don't want, like, all these brands, these companies outside of people making NFTs and who are already in this space and on the blockchain, like, all these other companies are watching news about us, right? They're watching different articles and seeing, you know, information on crypto and 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 and, and blockchain and NFTs, but they, but they don't understand it. They don't understand it even as much as us, and we don't understand it 100% fully yet. So, um, when when it comes down to it. it, it it's about it's about that education i keep going back to making sure that people are able to be uh, taught that you know because even we could get scammed right like if, if there's an nft project and and we're on a website and uh, you know the, the the page got hacked and you're signing off on the transaction that you think is going towards a minting an nft and then you're you're literally giving access to your whole wallet like these are all things that need to be taught and learned and and with that i think it's gonna it's gonna adop- the adoption rate it's gonna explode. Like, like for example, peanut butter. Um, he has a YouTube channel where he um, uh, talks. You know, he's he's all about decentraland. He's t- he's he's doing tutorials. He's showing different events, uh, and and it's helping people jump into the space. The reason why I actually jumped into decentraland the first day was because I was on the Reddit for Mana because uh, Mana was was pumping, and I saw uh, a YouTube video, and it was peanut butters, and I jumped into the world, and I actually ran into him that same day and it just the whole feeling of it was
4: just insane yeah or like seeing you know pr guitar man running around you're like oh yeah that's the neon cat guy oh yeah dang. it's like you know like look at that there's the celebrity pixel cat guy you know like you could kind of see um you know it's just interesting <laughs> the people that have come to the space in the events
7: honestly
6: uh just before you continue i'm just going to quickly mute everyone and unmute them just getting notified about some sound issues so sometimes that fixes it um so do you really think that ooh, the ooh. biggest barrier to entry for a lot of people is that understanding and the safety at the moment with it like you know it's obviously we have to get people used to it's it it's a lot through... to wrap their head around yeah like it's kind of like yeah. crypto is going to yeah. be the gateway it's been the gateway for nfts and it's obviously going to be the gateway for people coming into like to central and and all of yeah, these yeah. other metaverses as well
2: i mean i mean the way the way it has to work in, in the long run is that it has to be as simple as throwing a vr headset on installing an uh, the application and and jumping into it uh, but but that's going to take that's going to take a lot because another part of the blockchain is kyc and whether or not it is truly decentralized so there's a lot of variables that are going to have to be crossed and thought of um, it's going to be interesting
4: and I, I would like to add to that by saying that I feel the um, the NFT space in general is a huge catalyst to onboard a lot of people into crypto that previously didn't understand it. You know, it's like you hear about Bitcoins, you hear about Ethereum, you hear about Dogecoins, you know, you hear all these people that have things, you see the prices up and down, you know, it's like it's a lot, you know, and, it's, and I feel like. Um, most people don't understand that until like, Oh, wait a minute. I'm an artist. Like even Chris, you know, he came into it this year and he finally was able to capitalize on something that, you know, it's been on the internet for 10 years. People have stolen it and people have other things. And like, he was actually able to, you know, verifiably, like I created this, like I'm selling this as a digital collectible. And then like someone was able to buy it. And I feel like, you know, that was a huge jump for him to jump into the space because, you know, he might've not been an early investor buying, you know, you know, ethereum for 30 bucks each or whatever however he had something that he could contribute to the space that someone that was an early investor was able to be and see the value of that because like his iconic internet meme you know and he helped a lot of other people with memes get into the space but you know just the massive onboarding that's happening due to people that are like, oh, I have something that like might be cool for this space, and like I need to figure out how to get a MetaMask wallet and write down a seed phrase and like buy some crypto on an exchange and then move it over and then like make an open seed or Rarible or whatever listing um, and get that kind of out there. And I feel like you know the steps of that process is is a much more easy way for people to consume and. Uh, retain this stuff versus like previously like oh i'm sending you these like i'm sending your number a bunch of coins and you're going to get them and that's that and like like the utility it makes more sense to people i think um just being able to see like oh this is you know this is how i'm able to spend crypto this is how it's been bought or earned or i don't know just a lot of onboarding through that i'd say
6: I think that's the same, yeah, with, with regards to everything. If we make it easier, there's going to be more access to uh, and more uptake, for sure.
4: Yeah, and I think that would be an interesting point to segue over to, uh, like, Gala Games and Mirandis where um, 888 announced, like, he has his whole 888 The New World, uh, basically, platform, And, you know, they're making it where a lot of people have played blockchain games and other MMOs where it's like, oh, you could play to earn and it's like you could go get a powerful sword that's like an NFT sword and then you could sell it to someone else, you know, and that's going to be crazy of like, oh, I went and slayed the dragon and I got this crazy sword. But instead of it being like a sword on a video game that like you have, it's actually on OpenSea and in your wallet and then you could sell it for whatever the value is of that item. Um, to other people and it's almost like a kind of axi infinity kind of a concept in a way where uh, you know you can have play to earn mechanics or you can have people that are able to like rent characters and play them or like be you know it's like, the whole economy of that world is going to be run by the players where you know there's going to be like five player kings that have spent like over a million dollars each on a castle but then there's going to be other people that could be like you know, killing things and farming drops and then selling them to the shop for more supplies and then you could be like a farmer that's selling people food or like you could like Chris he bought a potion shop like Chris is going to be selling potions to people in this world um, that need them to go on quests or whatever but it's kind of interesting because it's like going to be me and Kat's potion shop whatever that turns out to be in this world
5: Uh, and he'll
4: make money selling potions yeah he'll make money selling potions out of it to passers by that like need to stock up for their adventure or something and instead of buying them from an NPC it's like you're buying them from Chris's shop instead which is going to be you know and then someone that has an alchemist character could be like working in the shop when he doesn't want to be running it and like making sure it's stocked or whatever it's just kind of uh, I don't know crazy conceptually I mean, Decentral Games even has people that's getting paid in crypto. Instead of making an NPC that tells you everything, they just hire people, pay them cryptocurrency to explain how it works to people that are checking out the casinos. Cause that's like way more authentic than, you know, whatever coding something to do that.
6: Yeah, it will give a better experience. I like the idea that you'll have, um, yeah, you can actually bring in people. And I think that it gives it that human touch. It's almost like if you had uh, the high rollers in the casino, they get their, partner from the hotel comes out if you now actually have a real human doing that job instead inside a video game
4: yeah yep that's right really yep. cool and they're getting paid and they need to speak multiple languages and like understand like all the different kind of people that are coming to the space and like help them through Uh, whatever obstacles they have and so like it's really cool to see and then they made like wearable uniforms so it's like you know the people that work at the aquarium casino have like a fish kind of an outfit with a tuxedo that's like the card dealer host kind of a thing and it's cool that uh, they're able to do that and then the high rollers actually do get these really cool suits for the casino that have like mining bonuses for the casino coin and stuff it's kind of interesting mechanic they got going there
0: add um, a little bit more and then we can actually com- come up and uh, bring uh, people that have questions up. Sure.
6: Uh, you're a bit muffled. Can you guess?
0: Can you hear me now? Yep. 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 People are here by accent. Space is kind of crashing. That's good. <laughs> we'll bring people up. You guys get you guys good with uh, bringing you guys good with me bringing some people up to ask questions. Yeah, or you guys yeah, yeah. No, That's, cool. that's or awesome. Do questions. Bring on okay. the questions. Yeah, Twitter's
4: just <laughs> really buggy. So. Yeah, these yeah, are not no, the um, ideal my, thing. And then having to do it on a mobile device that like likes to get warm and crash. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I just crashed. My, my app crashed three times. I was able to recover the room, so go figure. Yeah. All right, here we go. I'm going to add the uh, first questioner. Lawrence, awesome guy. Amazing artist. Okay, let's <laughs>
3: Lucas
2: you're muffled is it gonna crash
4: again again
3: put your head over to walk can
2: you guys can you
0: guys can you guys, can you guys yes. hear me
4: now yeah. yeah it almost sounded like you had your finger over the microphone on your phone or something yeah
0: I just needed both Air- airpods in. hey uh, Lawrence did you have a question for the guys?
5: Um yeah so sorry i uh, wasn't here for the whole thing but you guys are dropping a a metaverse that you feel will um onboard a lot of people from outside nft is that right Yeah so uh, we're a part of one but we're
4: not necessarily yeah, we're, dropping one i guess right, right.
3: Yeah i well I, what i what i would say on on that is that uh, to sort of from the nft side of it i've sort of found my feet inside in the nft finer art let's just say it in uh, in what i'm promoting as the hashtag nft family and it's trying to be an ambassador for lifting the tide on all nft artists now what i mean by that is that yeah i've built a metaverse and i'm trying to say uh, building and i'm trying to use this block museum to promote art to promote artists uh, but also as well there's uh, groups in for example uh, uh india there's an nft malayama group where if one of those get a sale they can change a family never mind an individual in a sale or in africa But also as well, like that metaverse, and we touched on it somewhere about the the monetization. Well, if I have a gallery and I have a very unique one of one from Legendary and I have it in an upstairs gallery where you actually have to pay something in there and then that goes towards that group. So, yeah, for, for me, it's 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 shameless promotion of of what is a digital renaissance in the finer art of NFT. So, so. That's that's my take as, as my mo. Cool.
9: Yeah,
5: for sure. That you know, what's interesting is that celebrities that are now not not just interested in dropping their own NFT uh, collectible or whatever, but also becoming huge yeah. NFT art fans. And what they're gravitating to, it seems like, is like fine art. Um, Like, there was Mike Tyson. Uh, He was buying up a lot and posting about it. And also, uh, MC Hammer just um, posted about my drop on Foundation, um, which is a a fine art and poetry one.
3: Oh, poetry. I'm a poet. No way. No way.
5: That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, so I think uh, it's cool that celebrities are just – Really getting behind the the art side of it.
4: I mean, even Jay Z bought a CryptoPunk this year.
6: And that's something you could actually do. Yep, that's oh, definitely. Go
0: ahead,
6: Amy. I was just going to say, Lawrence, what you could do with your poetry is actually go into the Central Land, buy your block of uh, of land, and actually do like spoken word presentations inside that Metaverse. <laughs>
3: I have a four-liner, Lawrence, on the on the side of my building that I built in Somnium. If you click on my profile, you can click on the URL there and it'll bring you straight into it. On the left side of the building is a four-line poem. Uh, what you'll also notice is Art for Anarchists, who will, I, I, I bet any money, Art for Anarchists is going to be one of those artists that this digital renaissance will identify. You nearly have to study to understand his art. He has embedded in two of of his pieces this graffiti wall series in there and the, the actual four line poem i wrote you can see it on the side of the building if you go around the side
2: yeah zeta um, zeta's yeah. got like a bunch of different parcels uh, different galleries that he hosts different nft projects and so it's really cool to, uh, to hop into his place and check out what he's got up um same thing with the parcels that i'm on always trying to monetize them for nft projects so So, you know, it's a lot of different opportunities.
4: Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity there where like uh, you could say, Lauren, with your poetry work, you could have like a space that has all of your NFTs up as like a gallery or like a club or some kind of thing. And then, you know, if you wanted to have an event where you do like live stream, you know, any readings or whatever, you could have that where instead of having people listening through like a Zoom call, you could have their avatars looking at a gallery of your pieces and then. Uh, being able to click through to where they'd buy them from them and then also you'd be able to live stream to a live audience where you know we've hosted events that over a thousand people have showed up and claimed the pope and like we did the animators launch party and you know a thousand people came and grabbed that pope and we had a bunch of people there with like a live dj and it was like a big crowd with a crazy scene it was really fun
5: Um, That sounds awesome. Really innovative ways to uh, present the art.
4: Yeah, it's kind of however you could imagine doing it in real life, but without the problems of needing to find a real gallery or building materials or even like I do photography. It's really amazing to be able to put giant prints that are probably like 10 foot by 10 foot equivalent up in a space without having to pay to print or frame them. And then if they don't sell, having to store them in storage, you know, it's like, oh, just uh, change out the HTML URL and bam, you know, token ID, contract address, bam, it's a different picture. And then I refresh the page and whatever else is there. And then that's that, which is really, um, a great way to be able to digitally showcase art versus, uh, you know, in, inside of your house, if you have like a, you can have a van go inside of your house and like, you could have, a luxurious like a really crazy estate and you know only the people that you invite over to your house will ever see that piece versus you know you could have a space in there where you know you could have eventually hundreds of thousands of people coming and visiting and seeing whatever collection you have which i think is really going to be cool in the future
0: hey chris you had a question for uh, the crew up here chris
9: I did, buddy. Thank you. Anyway, how
0: are you. how are you? Chris? Hey there.
9: How's it going? Yeah, good, mate. I think it's a bit buggy, so I'll be quick. Yeah, um, you... Hey, Zayda and Michael. Yeah, bit of a left field one, just based on uh, on the hardware side of things. The minimum setup for somebody to run Decentraland and all of these metaverses, you know, fairly smoothly. Um, I've got a fairly decent laptop Um, i'm looking at getting a pc but i've had it all cleaned you know it's relatively quick um and when board apes dropped the wearable hoodie way back because the the first time i'd ever been in anything like that i'm not you know i'm very new to all that tech side of things in the virtual world. world um but it was very you know stop start for me quite buggy um i do struggle with kind of loading all of those pages so, yeah, I just want to get your thoughts on what the minimum hardware requirements would be.
4: Michael might be the person to answer this because he knows a couple things about computers as far as I know.
2: <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm actually in IT. That's my background. Uh, and we we always recommend as far as running uh any sort of metaverse, whether it's in a browser window or whatnot, Um, if you have a dedicated graphics card, there's a setting within that graphics uh, options panel. For example, if you have a, you know, NVIDIA, GTX, RTX, uh, make sure that the default graphics processor is set to be your graphics card because you might be using your onboard graphics uh, to render what's being Done inside of the browser window. Um, you know there there's also different ways to obviously optimize your computer uh, without spending a lot of money. Um, one of those is getting rid of anything that you're not using uh, actively, any Chrome extensions that are just sitting there, you know these things are made by third parties. You don't know what their intentions are. So anything that you don't use or that looks suspicious, make sure that you uninstall it uh, and and uh, this way you're not tracked or giving information to, you know, places that you don't even know what their intentions are. So um, all of that helps with performance. It reduces the amount of processes running in the background. Um, I always recommend at least having a solid state drive. Uh, that makes a lot of difference in the way everything uh, operates to begin with. Um, but, you know, if you have a really old machine um, or an older graphics card, uh, all these metaverses offer lower graphics settings. Uh, so you could tone down the graphics and, uh, you know, try to enjoy it a little bit until you get some better hardware.
0: Heading up more speakers. Um, looks like Zeta dropped down. He might have lost signal or something.
8: Yeah, I think he uh, lost. the... Uh, yeah, think it's being kind of buggy a little bit. Yeah. I don't know what it yeah, is. It's really buggy for me. Go ahead, No
0: Face. You got a question, my man?
7: Yo, what up, everyone? How's it going? What's going on?
0: What's going on?
7: Yo, just chiming in, listening in. Uh, I just actually made my first decentralized based off this conversation. And I gotta say, this is pretty fucking unbelievable.
2: Um awesome, man. That's awesome.
7: Yeah, this is actually uh, what I pictured NFTs to be going on. Like, um, and I wanted to know, can you play can you put VR headset on and immerse yourself in this world with the VR headset? So
2: as far as Decentraland is concerned, that's on their roadmap. Hopefully within the next, uh, you know, six months to a year, um, the VR aspect is going to be released. Uh, they're also working on a desktop application, which will obviously make the uh, entire, you know, world run a lot better than running it inside of a browser window. Currently, there are limitations. Um, for example, if there are more than 25 uh, characters, avatars uh, within the space around you, uh, only 25 will show. So as you start walking you'll see avatars disappearing and appearing so there is a 25 character limit as far as how the draw distance is inside of a browser window sorry about that
3: yeah yeah
2: um, um, uh, yeah. um so it, you know it, it just uh there's there's a there's a there's going to be an inception for vr um it is on the roadmap i think peanut butter would know more but he's i can we can't let him up to speak it like bugs out so
3: yeah, I'll, uh, I'll chime in there as well on the Somnium space. Currently, that's, the, that's where they're all over. And so you when you download the, the desktop client, it, uh, it's full interaction um, with multiple VR headsets pretty seamlessly. I'm waiting on my, my own to come, which has motion tracking too. So uh, you can actually look up the founder of Somnium space doing an interview in a full motion tracking uh, system uh, as he's uh, talking from within Somnium space.
0: That's pretty,
4: pretty wild. very very cool stuff. So. Yeah, I guess right, so. it'll be crazy once it's uh, like yeah. more commonplace. You know, once the central lands a downloadable application. Once <laughs> more people have computers that have more updated graphics cards and whatnot, it's going to be a whole new world. It's going to be fun.
8: I definitely have to know. Hey, uh, Acid.
3: Oh, oh my bad. I yeah, no, no. I was should... just
8: going to say like something to that. Now uh, I was going to ask Block News there real quick too if he's gotten to experience um, flying through like, you know, I guess just flying or climbing walls in Somnium space yet.
3: Or the only thing I've heard uh, is falling, falling off a roof. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. And actually um, in the, yeah. you actually have a stamina. Yep. You have a stamina bar. <laughs> yep.
8: so, oh,
4: you have a stamina bar on Somnium? That's interesting.
8: You can climb walls. You can do um, pretty much defying gravity, like if you're on top of a building and you jump off of the building, you can spread your arms out through vr and you'll glide to wherever you want to go you can fly <laughs> um there's different That's like, uh, yeah so like the voids and stuff or like even the me bits there's a couple more like uh you know zeta like how he's doing with his like his ape how he's got it into central land right um there's a there's a few ways you can get into and uh you have your actual files to use like uh gbl and stuff like that fbx files that you can poured in through unity and stuff to to actually use inside of somnium but uh there's like you said there earlier uh, decentraland is more so like you said it's, it's you know it's established itself there right it, it is you know pretty well known it's based in there because it's almost two different things in the sense of one being more focused on vr in the sense and one being you know like that you know like how decentraland is so that's why i can't wait till the day decentraland gets you know vr like a lot more support for it uh because this is going to open up a whole lot more abilities and different user i guess you would say to flooding in as well so yeah i mean
2: th- th- that's why i think uh, it's like it- it's definitely something that will make sense for their roadmap because yeah. the fact that there are districts uh you know like the fashion district and the casino district the, sorry vegas district um all of these places give these these brands, the ability to jump in, uh, these NFT artists, the ability to jump in, uh, you know, there's an art space, you know, so there's different types of Uh, Environments within Decentraland. So, if you want to go shopping, instead of going on Amazon and you know looking up, you know, uh, Express jeans or or shoes or Nikes or whatever, you're jumping into Nike's store in the fashion district in Decentraland, and you're seeing those shoes in full 3D in full VR. You're looking at them at every angle. And you're purchasing it right on the blockchain. And you have the ability to also, you know, Nike has the ability to tie that to the physical items. So not only are you getting the metaverse uh, uh, wearable of that uh, Nike shoe, uh, which is coming directly from Nike's wallet address, you're getting the physical copy of that as well. Um, So the the, the ability, like, then you're walking out of that Nike store and you're going into a Gucci store. So it's going to be pretty cool to do that with your friends and your family without having to, to, you know, even leave your house.
8: So I know. And that is pretty, like I said, that is truly the next, you know, kind of next steps we're going at. And um, I've been even interested too, and I'm not, I guess it could tie into this a little bit of augmented reality in that sense, right? Like, just like you were talking about, in that, uh, the nature, like going into the central and going in here and, and using this, um, you could actually I, I don't know now correct me if i'm wrong but what if you were to have certain areas of like the central end you know all these little shops these different things that you could gay, you know go i guess do an overlay like maybe to a hollow lens or something like that or you know an old pair of um google chrome glasses and stuff and actually walk around the real world but seeing the, the Central end overlay of those types of things right like mm-hmm. let's say you're at a bar yeah like with the Nyon cat right but you're in a real world bar You pop on the the Google Glasses or the HoloLens type things, right? And then the next thing you know, certain people are those versions of the AR avatars that's inside of Decentraland, right? And it's all there kind of in real time. Like, that's pretty fucking sick, too.
2: Yeah, so I, I've seen a couple of videos uh, on Instagram that people and TikTok that people have been putting up where their actual actual Decentraland wearables, like the Atari shoes that Atari dropped when they when they opened up their casino in Decentraland. Um, you know, th- those were awesome. But uh, these videos were showing these wearables uh, through AR uh, on people in real life. So uh, again, that that and that's an NFT. So the utility, the use case for what artists and developers are going to be able to do and to bridge that VR AR in-person experience with all of it. You know, it's it, it's it's going to be crazy.
0: Hey, so uh Acid, you have a question for the crew up here?
10: Oh yeah, I have um so I have a question for Michael K. Um did you miss me? Oh, <laughs> yeah, what's up, Key? How's it going, dude? What's up, bro? <laughs> I was like, how y'all doing? It seems that up here too. Y'all doing pretty good. Shout out Dr. Green Thumb and Peanut Butter. Yeah, man. What's
2: going on? How are you? Everything good in the NFT Whoa. space?
10: Yeah, man. Just staying busy. I was like, oh, Mr. Compute Tuners, you guys got to get Malware Bytes Pro, by the way. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, we, uh, yeah. so yeah, that's another thing that I didn't mention before. As far as security is concerned, you got to have at least one layer of security like you got to have an antivirus whether you have mac or pc you got to have something you can't just rely on the fact that macs don't get viruses which they do they get malware they get they get infected so uh and and the windows defender on a pc you got to have an additional layer of security so i always recommend malwarebytes um i have a discount um you know for i'm not trying to shill here i'm just letting people know you could get it from malwarebytes's website for 39 dollars a year uh i have a discount for 29 dollars a year so if if you don't have an antivirus, I recommend getting one. Um, that's in terms of security, it's very important.
10: Yo, it's Ooh. so crazy. I always give shout outs somehow, way, right? There
2: you go.
0: All right, I'm gonna add, I'm gonna ask some more questions here, guys. Um hey uh meta meta design, you got a question? Oh, and he dropped. All right. Twitter.
5: <laughs> All right,
0: Bye. Bye. Gotta love Twitter, love right? When I hit, am right? I about to ask him a question? Somebody forgot Dr. Hey, Laura. You got, hey, Laura. Laura, you got a. Laura, you got a question?
11: Hey, so um, I'm I'm just new, uh, jumping in here to the space, and I kind of stumbled in when you were talking about security, and I just wanted to kind of put it out there if it hasn't already been talked about. Make sure to also get a hardware wallet, enable two factor authentication wherever possible. Uh, make sure just use common sense. Don't click any links from people you don't know. Um, there's a whole host of other ways that you can protect yourself. So maybe just do some Googling if you're not familiar. Um, my DMs are open. Feel free to chat with me about it. Um, but, yeah, there, there's a lot that you can do to make sure that, that nobody steals your shit. And you should because it's not insured like a bank. So, um, But, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just here okay. to support you, Lucas. How you doing?
0: <laughs> Thanks, Laura. I appreciate you. Um, good. So, Rust Dog, my friend, good to see you. Do you have a question, my friend?
12: Well, actually, I got a question and one thing to mention. Right, uh, I heard earlier when you are talking about optimizing your computer. All right, uh, one program that I have found is called WISE365. W I S E365. And that thing's done fantastic on older computers to be able to bring them up to speed for doing 3D and for looking at a VRML. So, right. And I had a question for, I think it was Michael Ik. Right, mentioned the file format earlier for the 3D apes, but I was in the middle of a thunderstorm and missed what it was. What file format was that that apes are in
2: uh it's g it's glb so it could be imported into decentraland somnium space uh you know blender uh all different types of software
12: ar vr so glb
5: yep correct
12: okay oh okay glft uh format right the compressed one right with the uh, textures
2: yeah so the model um, let me check here because they give you he gives you a bunch of different file formats inside of the unlockable. So there's there's a it's pretty, pretty uh, dynamic what you could upload. If he
5: wants to come up and
2: talk, H3D. Yeah, if H3D uh, if wants to come up here, um, just request it for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm about to add am up. I just want to make sure these questions yeah, are answered first. Hey, Lambie, uh, Lambie, go ahead. Yo, what's
11: up guys? Uh, I do. So I heard mentions of wearables and this is something that I keep getting more and more curious about um uh because part of what i'm investing back into myself is vr like full vr kit so i can start doing vr sculptures and whatnot so i'm just wondering as an artist where should i start to learn to make wearables is that a blender thing is that something that i could achieve in vr like where can you point me in the direction of where i need to start reading or tutorials i need to start watching so i can do some fashion nfts
2: yeah, Zeta if you wanna.
10: I would say
5: Herodokai. Yeah. Zeta, your mic.
4: Oh, you're dropping out. Frickin' man.
0: Uh oh. Your mic your mic's dropping out, Zeta.
4: Hold on a second, let me try to reconnect.
5: Oh no, no, we oh, got we you. Can the can you. We can hear you. We can
0: okay. hear you.
4: Okay. Okay, um, I would say the best would be looking on um, Decentraland's website. They have a huge amount of documentation about exactly the specifics that you need to know as well as like uh, a a figure or a model that you could use as a reference point for making the wearables. Um, And they have it really documented. If you just go to decentraland.org and then there's like a docs section and then there'll be a whole article about making wearables. And then like if you do know how to use Blender... Um, you have a huge advantage. Otherwise, like you just need to be able to have a GLB file. Ultimately, if you can make a GLB file that fits for whatever category, um, and you're able to do like hair, hats, helmets, eyes, um, you know, facial hair, as well as clothing, helmets? you could do. Yeah, you could like I have anime warrior hair, like like a like a Super Saiyan. <laughs> That's pretty sick, actually. It's one of my favorite yeah, pieces, and there's only like a hundred of thick. them. Or like, there's a Neuralink too, you know, like a Elon Musk Neuralink haircut, which is really funny too. It's like a bunch of wires and stuff that are sticking out of your head. And, instead. and people get really um, creative with know.
2: it, so you you don't have to just do like, you know, shoes, pants. You know, you, there's eyeliner. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's eyeliner. There's different types of floating, um, you know, uh, objects. That, yeah, Robots, yeah,
4: Flamingos. Exactly. <laughs> I love the flamingo outfit. It's like there's a goofy thing that like gives My you team stick flamingo. You guys remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. So so you can have, like, a a top head item that's, like, floating and following you around as well. So it's kind of you can attach you you could do you, know, you could, could do, do a you lot, do a lot. your your
2: head could be a marijuana leaf um <laughs> you could you could have a as a thing Yeah, yeah. You, you could have a blunt sitting in your ear you could have a joint in your hand there's all these different capabilities and little objects and items that people are making that aren't even necessarily clothes right but they're all considered wearables so there's a lot of use cases uh, that you, that you, people could create these things
0: that's so cool yeah, there's
4: some people that oh no! He's people we're losing your brown box speaker he's getting rubbed oh, I'm good working. oh you're good at&t we can hear you again at&t rubbed <laughs> you
0: guys no you're good dude we can hear you
4: um but yeah i mean this is fun there's so many different of uh you know someone has like a boom box that they made or you know there's there's just countless things that are either, like, really funny or just, like, the quality is all over the place, too, I'd say. Um, but you could, you could uh, probably get some help within the community. You should check out the Last Slice uh, Twitter page and get into the Last Slice Discord. There's some pretty talented wearables creators within there, too, that might be able to help out. Yeah. Um, or even if you have an idea and you're trying to get it ported into Decentraland, you might be able to like give them the sketch or the schematics of what you're trying to make. Like, I, I don't know how to use Blender. It just was easier to hire someone that did versus trying to figure it out. <laughs> there he goes. All
5: right.
4: Then if I were to try to... i um, losing
0: connection. Yeah, hey, uh, there's 3D Apes. Yeah, you're losing connection a little bit there, Zeta. Um, hey, uh, 3D Apes, did you want to... Or Apes 3D, do you want to say something? Uh, hello,
13: everyone. Yeah, I just would like to say hi to, to you. Uh, sorry for my bad English. I'm located in Europe. Um,
3: Welcome, fellow European.
13: Yes, and uh, I, I learned English from web... From gaming. Uh, yeah. So... What I was going to say about the Metaverse is that I really appreciate the, all the communities. Uh, since day one, when I was there my first time, uh, I meet so many people that uh, support in different ways. For example, on the were Able part, I had a collaboration with uh, hiro kai uh, At the same time, about the events, uh, I meet people that I just requested them on Discord. Like, could you help me to set up an event? and they all was uh, like like a family something like i, I can't describe it's uh, it's an experience you have to make and yeah it's just wonderful being a part of it and yeah i can really recommend every creator to to work with each other um, yeah to support new people i think that's i think that the metaverse makes the community and yeah I mean it's awesome
4: seeing you enter the space and then now uh, since you've entered the space like last weekend we tried to get some of your things they sold out in like a second it was crazy. Yeah. Um, congratulations <laughs> yeah, for your success. Yeah. You know, it's
13: really uh, cool. Appreciate appreciate yeah. everyone. Uh, I it's it's uh, something that well I I started the project maybe like a one man project but at the end it's it's a real community project because we get support from everywhere from from you from michael from dr green thumb there are so many people i think the list is so long but it's just wonderful to see uh, what it's possible to do when when the community from decentraland or all other Metaverse comes together and yeah it's it's just amazing it's it's incredible i i got no words left for this feeling it's just crazy it makes me uh, the first time when i entered i was like the most you aim on the money the first time. I I, I like to uh, real talk, you know. And you aim on the money, but once you start um, getting more more into the metaverse, involved with communities, meeting people, creating, having fun, at the end you won't care anymore really about the money. We had we had last week an offer around hundred thousand dollars on forty mystery boxes. I could accept these offers. I don't own all that money right now. I'm a normal guy. But I decided to don't accept that because I think it's important um, that at the same time we listen to our community and to focus on what they like, to work together, to keep growing together. Yeah, so I decided to... Yeah, I I, I just think that a project should be built in a long term, and at the same time, it should give something back to the people that believes in your works, also that support uh, supports you growing. Yeah.
2: Think about think think about what what as far as someone making an offer for a hundred thousand dollars on things you were had a game plan to release to the community for you as an artist could have said, "Hey, I'm going to take this hundred hundred k in ether, and I'm going to walk away and." And I'm gonna fuck <laughs> and, and uh, you know make all this money but you said to yourself I'm gonna turn this offer down and I'm gonna pr- Proceed with my roadmap with my game plan that I told that I was gonna do um, And you're releasing them for 0.08 ETH, which is nowhere near a hundred K but over time you will exponentially make more than that because not only through community, but monetarily uh, through secondary sales. And you saw that opportunity for the community and yourself and you, you separated it and, and did the, I think you made the right decision. So thank you for that because uh, I'm very excited for your
13: releases. uh, I appreciate you guys. Yeah. I, I received some DMs from our community and holders that buy it early in. And some people wrote today, the one, one guy wrote to me, uh, thank you very much. You helped me out. I said how, (laughs) and he was like, "Yeah, I was almost going broke because Bitcoin." And then he wrote, uh, "The Apes." The Apes supported me. I said, "Yeah, man, I think it's a uh, support. um, They supported me as well. So it's. uh, I think it's just fair. I I wish everyone good luck on the flips. And also, I appreciate people that hold the avatars. Uh, I I plan this project in a long term." I mean, the avatars are, um, like you, like you already said, they are—they have utility. And um, right now, the direction is um, just to to create, to create content out of what I have created. People start doing TikToks with them. They they create funny uh, scenes with uh, dancing apes or fighting apes. There are so many cool stuff at TikTok. Uh, other people printed them in 3D okay right now there, I haven't seen real nice uh, physical forms of apes right now but I know that it's possible to print them in high quality as well with colors and uh, you could even create your own toys or your shirts or like Dr. Clips uh, he's a social media uh, actor and he created an AR shirt I think it's one of the first AR shirts with avatars yeah, uh, I was also at Somium Space. I meet nice people there too. It's a beautiful community as well. They also like Decentraland. We, uh, it's like you said before. I think that it's really important that we, um, we are metaverse not neutral. So if we have people that wants to come to Decentraland, we should show show them uh, how, what is Decentraland. Decentraland is the co- is is yeah the community makes Decentraland wonderful. And the features we get from Decentraland, I can't wait to see more coming in the future. Uh, I'm really hyped about the AR, VR content. I hope it will come soon. Also about other features. Uh, I don't know what will come, but I, I hope uh, there will be more. Uh, what we got right now, the way to jump in the de- in Decentraland, uh, the events or or uh, a point that are very, very underrated. I think that... We don't have. We have many different kinds of events, but I think there can be way more in future. We can set up games. Uh, We can set up everything to interact with each other to have fun, uh, to create new trends. And for example, I I just take I take my project as example. I meet so many different people, and we I receive right now so many collaboration offers. Uh, I hope to collaborate in future with many. People, um, we shouldn't we shouldn't only check the stats from other people because there are so many creative people, and even if a project isn't that big right now, that doesn't means anything to you because even me was small one uh, before. I'm I'm still small. I don't I wouldn't say that I'm big right now. I'm still I'm still a small project, and I always appreciate people that uh, supported my project when I was small um, to help me grow and i think that's the best way to give something back to new people that are trying to build something when you see something in their project that you like you really should uh, try to give them a hand i think it's uh, i think it's a part of of the of community metaverse and all this stuff together and yeah i i appreciate to be a part of it and i really really uh, just thanks thanks every single one here uh, there are so many names if i would start naming them the list is so long so <laughs> my thank project you. started like a one man project but we are we are more like a family right now we have uh, we have a lot of fun together uh, we run these events uh, sometimes uh, the last event was crazy i don't know how many people came it was just crazy uh, it was so fun uh, f- thank you michael thanks thanks to dr green thumb thanks 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 even to all people that i don't even know here <laughs> for listening to me, so yeah. Thank you,
0: thank you, right. thank you, Apes. Thanks Apes3D, I appreciate your appreciate your uh, comments my friend. Thank that's you, that's pretty Jones. amazing.
6: It happens exactly. a lot in like the crypto and NFT spaces, a lot of community rallying together, it's great to see.
0: Thanks. Yep, it's amazing, it's an amazing community and uh, that's definitely some of the best attributes of the NFT space and obviously the metaverse is just, these folks are just so great. So, people are here are great. I'm going to I'm going to move on with some questions if you guys don't mind real quick. Um we Sounds got a bunch sweet. of people here. Speed, go ahead, Shveed. Yo, what's
10: up? My uh what's up, Lucas? Very good to see yeah, you. Yeah, it's good to see you too. So, um before I like say anything, I would just like to say that like a, a slight trigger warning because I'm going to talk about what happened in Afghanistan. And the reason on why I wasn't here yesterday is because um, I saw a news article about a 17-year-old kid that, like, threw himself by accident off of a plane from the U.S. military. But he was trying to flee uh, Afghanistan. And, and uh, he he was in the youth soccer team. And it really hit me because he was my age and he had, like, like things that he wanted to do just like me. So, that really sucked. And I, I was, like, really sucked in by that story. So, I felt helpless.
0: Yeah, so... Hey Shvied, I got a question for you, my man. And I'm uh, sorry to hear about it. I condolences to your friend and all but uh We have a this is a somnium, somnium, and decentraland chat. Do you have something to ask the guys about that? Yeah, I just
10: didn't mean to shill or pry or anything, but I I just wanted to say that I made uh uh some NFTs to donate to Pakistan to, to Afghanistan. I mean, uh, and if you would like to check it out, I I would really appreciate it because what happened there really sucks, and I want to see children suffering and maybe i'm not going to help any single kid in afghanistan but i'd really like to m- make just like the smallest different difference possible so yeah that's really uh, nice
6: of you if you want to do you want to just pin it up the top or is that on your page and i'll just yeah it for you
10: and Good. i'm sorry i didn't mean to go off topic i i, re- I sincerely apologize okay i appreciate you man
0: i'm uh, sorry about the uh yep Just post it at the top. It will be good, my man. And we'll actually post it for you. It's done. It's up
6: there now for you.
0: Sweet. Hey, uh, Um, no face. You're back up here. You had a couple more questions.
7: Yo, yo, yo. Uh, So I did, I did, I did have a couple more questions. So with this meta universe stuff, um, making custom, custom stuff and wearables, that seems to be the, the thing that's going to be the next thing that's going to pop off or whatever. Um, I've had these ideas of making this. I've had these ideas of making these kind of wearables and stuff. And um, I kind of missed out on a little bit of the discussion about when the wearables came through. So, like, how would, it, how would I take my ideas and put that into a wearable that, you know, like a no face uh, uh, type skin or something like this? You know what I mean?
4: So that would be if you go to Decentraland.org and then you go to the documents, there's a document that's about user created wearables and that very specifically outlines all of the uh, process of how that works. But in in, in like summary, essentially, uh, you would have your idea, you would model it in Blender as a GLB file for like what if it's a shirt, you'd make a shirt, etc., Um, and then you would have it like tied to the avatar, uh, in Decentraland, which, uh, on that site that I mentioned, the Decentraland.org site, uh, they actually have a downloadable file. That's like a GLB of an avatar kind of, uh, skeleton, I guess, where you could build on that. So it does require some 3D modeling experience on, um blender or you are able to you know give sketches of your art like for instance chris who was in here earlier who made the neon cat his his art is predominantly pixel related art however we're working with some artists that are three-dimensional artists to help bring some of his visions into this metaverse so you know you can either make it yourself or hire someone to make it once you have that file you're able to go into the builder, like builder.decentraland.org, and then make a new clothing collection. And then you would just upload your GLB file. Like if it was a shirt, you would upload that it's an upper body item, um, et cetera. And then you would put whatever description, etc. Uh, and then you pay 500 mana to submit it to the foundation and the, uh, the wearables committee basically. Um, and then they check it to make sure that it's not offensive or political or having anything to do with IP that you do not own unless you're able to like prove that you own the IP of whatever you're trying to uh, publish. And then afterwards, you know, if it meets the criteria of, you know, the amount of data, polygons, triangles, and like, you know, it fits within all of the avatar animations, it will get approved by that. And then you're able to mint those to people's wallet in um, whatever edition that you choose. So you can do like a one of one, a one of 10, all the way up to a one of 100,000. And then they're all on the Matic network. So it's like you could airdrop them to all of your NFT holders and it won't cost you any gas fees or anything beyond that 500 mana that you spend. Damn,
7: Damn, that's that's really dope.
4: Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I have like a few things that I submitted and put out, and I'm actually have a few more uh, wearables in the works that I'm really excited about. And uh, I don't know, it's a lot of fun because you can literally make yourself look like however you imagine or want. Like I have my board A pad as a wearable. I
7: think we're gonna need a uh, RuneScape uh, blue party hat. Oh, they're there. There's already <laughs> RuneScape party hats. You can get the full party hat set for a lot
4: cheaper than in RuneScape right now. I'll tell you. that. Yeah,
7: for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny that you mentioned RuneScape because I, I totally understand where you're coming from. I have played that game since RuneScape Classic and uh, just just oh, been yeah. in it. so like I feel like rude.
4: I still have my hats nice, from back then.
7: Man, nice. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. I lost them due to staking and not carrying. But uh, the sand casino. Yeah, mode, yeah. Man. But I'm um, uh. <laughs> 99 strength boy <laughs> you know um uh, uh nfts and like uh wearables and that kind of stuff like i feel like RuneScape really kind of paved the way like it kind of like you know oh it opened that kind mm-hmm. of mindset like oh this like you couldn't explain to a person that a pixelated party hat is worth five thousand dollars american back then or more, more now, now even right yeah. like it would be so hard to explain yeah. that and that's a that's how I feel like when I'm explaining NFTs to people and VR and virtual worlds and like where we're going and AR and all this immersive reality. So like, it's, it's so sick to, to be a part of it and shit. And like, yeah, I'm so, yeah, no, no,
2: all of these all of these variables could only come together at this point in time like people weren't as connected as they are now and people didn't have an understanding of crypto and blockchain as much as they do now so i uh like 10 years ago when people were doing this in runescape and it had its own type of cryptocurrency uh it was even Even
4: yeah 20 20 years years ago ago even (laughs) it's it's 20 years (laughs) exactly
2: um you know it's such a it's such a Far throw back that the amount of adaptation to the space and, and, and what we're doing is is going to explode. It's going to explode. We're, that chart, you know, we think things are expensive or, or things are moving quickly now. Uh, it's going to get even crazier. And the amount of designers and developers, it's going to increase. And there's going to be so many more projects. It's going to be pretty, uh, pretty insane.
4: And then even uh, going back to the RuneScape subject there, I, it's funny because I feel like RuneScape is a very big precursor or kind of an OG of cr- like cryptocurrency where there's a lot of people that farmed gold in that game and sold it for real money and still do to this day. And then as far as uh, the party hats and stuff, basically... Um, In December December 25th, 2001, they dropped on the ground free items, almost like how punks were free once upon a time, but this was back in 2001, and any of these hats that still survived from that day are the only ones that are still within the world 20 years later. So, it's imagine a CryptoPunk from 2017, but it's actually from 2001. And it's a digital asset that's still relevant in the current version of the game. And, uh, you know, I've heard recently that someone spent 25,000 US on one of those hats. And it's like, the nft version of that is that you could see every single trade transaction that that hat has been through since 2001 because those things have you know traded hands countless times since but it'd be really fun to see the price history of like oh you know this like this hat used to be owned by Zezima or something like that would be kind of the ultimate of uh, <laughs> you know owning something like from Pranksy, i guess equivalent but um I don't know, it's just kind of interesting to see how that's kind of played out now where it's like holding on these digital collectible items that are discontinued and rare has kind of been a huge catalyst or like an easy way to wrap, the you know, RuneScape people are able to understand this space much easier, I think. Uh, you,
12: have a,
0: you have a question?
12: Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, I've got a couple here. All right. First, can we get to the centralland.org link there put up top? I'm not at my computer right now. I want to check that out. Here.
0: Block Muse, Block Muse, Why don't you DM Rust Dog? Uh, the uh, did you say Samium Space or Decentraland?
12: Decentraland. Well, actually, I would love both, All right?
0: Okay, yeah. Well, they'll they'll some of the. Uh, we'll I'll make sure to get you uh, the link sent over to your Rust Dog, and I'll make uh, I'll make sure and give you the, the the Samium Space link
12: also. Okay. Now is there a technical document there, and what's included for the clothing?
4: Um, for Decentraland, yeah. If you go to decentraland.org, you'll see a section named Documents. And then under that Documents section, uh, you could post the clothing, essentially. You, you could see the clothing. It's like creating user wearables.
12: Now, if you create a user wearable, do you have to like put it up on OpenSea as an NFT, or is it published right through Decentraland? No.
4: It's it's through Decentraland. So Decentraland has a few different things you could play, but then there's also the documents, and but there's also builder, and so uh, the building side of it. That's where you're able to mint names, which is almost like the 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 90s domain rush of like getting your name minted you know you want to have your name minted so you don't have like a long weird number string after whatever name you put Um, but then there's also like a you can build buildings and other things like that but then there's also a section where you're able to build or put wearables so like after that you're able to submit your files within there and then you spend 500 mana that's on the matic network to submit it to the 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 central land wearables committee that reviews your thing and then once they review it and it passes their inspection um, it gets published into the world and then you're able to mint it Um, and it will you know you can do a one of a thousand and then you're able to start minting them as soon as they give you the green light Right. Or you could list them for sale and then anybody interacting through uh, market.decentraland.org is able to go and buy your wearable for whatever mana price you set.
12: That is awesome. Yeah, actually, you just answered my other question at the same time. So, perfect. Thank you. Okay.
4: No problem.
0: So, uh, looks like we don't have any other real questions here right now. So, a um, couple of last statements you guys want to make before we uh, close the space and end the session?
4: Um, I mean, I would say that if anybody in here is interested in Decentraland or coming and joining and uh, getting an idea of what it is, uh, to hit me up you can at me or whatever if you're not able to dm me uh, but also checking out the last slice collective they're really a great group of people that i'm a part of michael's a part of it chris is a part of it um, but we are you know the most active community within decentraland so like whenever we do events it's a lot of fun and uh, you know to, to come in and join in the the fun things that we're up to um, and if anybody here wants to come do that or have more information of how to do that or um, anything, you know, just by all means, don't don't hesitate to ask. We love having more people that are interested in the space coming to the space. So, you know, don't. don't yep.
2: Time. And to piggyback off of Zeta, same scenario. If anyone has any questions, do not hesitate to hit me up. Um, I love talking about uh, the Metaverse NFT Decentraland. So. Um, you know, I'm open and the last slice as Zeta stated, uh, you know, that's a great group to be in. Um, you're going to get a lot of information, um, and, and work with a lot of great people. So, and thank you, Lucas, uh, for allowing us to, uh, to, to have this space to speak. Thank you so much, man.
0: Pleasure's mine, man. Thanks. you. Thank you guys for being here today. Um, yeah. I want to thank Zeta. I want to thank, uh, Michael. I want to thank Dr. Doge and block muse and, uh, acid for being here and rest dog for asking the questions and everybody in the audience, you guys rock, uh, very much appreciate you. And, and you know what, everybody follow all these speakers up here. These guys are great. Michael Zeta, Dr. Doge acid. I uh, don't know acid very well, but I'm going to get to know him now very well. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll have some more of these chats and I can't wait to explore the metaverse with uh, Zeta and Michael right now too. It's going to be fun. And I'll, I'll do Somnium space with Dr. Doge and block news and check that out on another, another day. I'm looking for looking very much forward to it. So again, thanks for being here guys. Thanks for joining our space. And, uh, seems like there's no more questions. So I'm going to end the space right now and have a good rest of your afternoon, morning, uh, evening, whatever it is for you. And, uh, See you at the next space, everybody. Hey, thank you guys. That thank was Thank you. Lovely. Good one. Thank you very much. Thank yeah, you guys. Thanks for hosting. Thank you. Oh, yes. very nice. Pleasure's mine. Thanks for showing up.